Welcome back to another episode of the Partners in Crime podcast, where we bring you all the latest news and everything in the world of nerd, dumb, and that dumb nerds. That's good. Thank you. My name is Esteban. And I'm Alex. And we're just two guys talking about nerdy stuff in my room. Nothing weird. In your office. In my office. My den. My den. I, I like den. I think we established this a couple episodes very ago. very first back episode back, yeah, we talked about mm-hmm. that we would call it a den. We call it the lion's den. Or the office. Because we're both you call um, it that. Detroit I Lions fans. <laughs> I can't. Listen, I can't, I, I, I'll, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for following the bit. You're but like, I gotta draw a line somewhere. <laughs> yeah, if I don't stand for <laughs> something, I'll, st- I'll fall for anything. So <laughs> that's oh, a, man. that's a little too much. Well, yeah. we're gonna go ahead and kick off the episode. A lot of stuff to cover this week. Um, Looking forward to this episode. Oh yeah, I a lot am. of. Uh, just got back from the holiday break. How was your holiday break? Not ideal. Why? I woke up. On Friday with uh, this past Sunday, oh, today, right. today's Wednesday, um, so this, the the Friday, it's Christmas Eve. I woke mm-hmm. up with a sore throat, and I was like, "Okay, well that sucks." But my nephew had been kind of like sniffling and stuff right. that week, and and he was over, and so I was like, "Okay, maybe he just gave me like a little sore throat." And I had, you know how kids are, right. standing, staring, talking straight into your face, and um, you know the terminal case of cooties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uncurable. Okay. <laughs> but he, uh, so you know, I, th- I was like, "Oh, maybe he's got me sick," and then. That night, like, I guess technically Christmas morning, because it was like 3 in the morning, I woke up with, like, chills, and, um, you know, just felt awful, and then Christmas Day, I felt awful, and I was like, oh, my God, do I have COVID? Like, I, I had my booster a couple, you know, a week, couple weeks ago, been vaccinated for a while, but I was like, oh, man, like, you know, did I did I get a breakthrough case and I catch COVID? Right. Like, especially because I've been so safe with, not that say others aren't, and, and you guys aren't, anything like that, just, like, real cognizant of that, because my nephew had been going through some medical issues right. early in the year, and so... I was super bummed, but turns out it was just the flu because, which is not not <laughs> ideal, but uh, it was just the flu. It was That's something. Fine. It was something that wasn't COVID because my COVID test was negative. So, right. Um, you may hear me clear my throat a couple times um, throughout this show. Like I just felt the need to, mm-hmm. because so um, I woke up, you know, like thing. residual, like oh, <clears throat> you know, I had a, you know, got a build build up in there, whatever, whatever. So, anyways, um, could have been better, but it, it, you know, could have been much worse. So uh, I'll take it what it was. Christmas still was still good. Um, what about you? How was your how was your holiday time? It was good. It was the first time that usually I go to the Bay Area to go hang out with relatives. Yeah. And when we used to work at Starbucks, you know, little background back in the day, yeah, info on us almost ten years ago. Um, and all my other like customer service jobs that I've ever worked, I've always had to work like either the next day. So for like at least right. the last seven years, I've had to like go home immediately after. But this week, I was able to just hang out, spend the weekend. Yeah. Watch the Warrior game, watch the Raider right. game, watch the Viking game. Your family is uh, fans of the Raiders and the... It's weird. Half of them half are fans. Of them, but yeah. the Warriors, though, right? We're all fans of the Warriors. Right. And then your family's Niner Raiders split. Yeah. And my prob- dad, probably well, a few people with some weird ones. Well, the majority of my family are Niner fans. Right. My dad and, like, a couple of cousins are Raider fans. Right. Sports. And then um, we're all Giants fans. Yeah, we'll go to an A's only game. way to go. Right. I, yeah, you know what? I've actually the only ever live A's game, like in person A's game, I ever went to was with you and your dad. When was that? Ooh, twenty, probably twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. Sure we he saw just the f- didn't take me. Yeah, I just didn't take you. <laughs> no, I it, was, it was the three of us. We saw it was the Phillies. We sat like adjacent to home. We plate. went to Oakland. Yeah, we, we were like back adjacent to home plate, and I remember Ryan Howard hit a home run like dead center, which is not. The I easiest thing this. to do in um, that ballpark, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, in the Coliseum, and um, it was like some of the best seats I ever had in, in a baseball game. Which I mean, obviously at the time, the, the <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. It's like going to the Kings game now. Right, like right. I, I can, you know, I have still yet be to go to the Kings game at the new. I'll, I'll take you. There. I love going there. Right. But it's um, you know, it's like a hundred plus dollars 
to like if I want to sit like maybe the first ten rows, depending on the opponent, maybe more. Um, some people will resell them for a lot, you know. But because they're not great, that would be you know how much money would be to sit at, at, right. at you know at, at a, a um, Giants game. Yeah, but I mean like that's comparative to like uh, but like the Warriors' game. new stadium. Oh you know, yeah, you know for in terms of basketball, like mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of dollars. So yeah, um, you can get I mean upper bowl, you know, you can get tickets sometimes for like eight bucks, right? If you really want to. Right. So, anyways, I'll take you. Don't worry about it. Okay. But yeah, cool. we did that one time. Well, <laughs> went to an ace game with your dad. I like how we, I I feel like we always have to like gauge or not gauge, but we kind of have to level out the nerd talk that we're about to do is like with our know, normal life with talk, our normal life talk. Yeah. And I don't watch sports as much, so the fact no, that but I you even know bring I it up a lot, it's mm-hmm. just so it's the duality of man. Sure. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our first topic. Um, we're gonna go over um, just when we thought we were out of the Spider-Man domain. Right. Brings us back in. Yeah. Um, so this movie had just made. I'm surprised. Not surprised. Right. I knew it was gonna do well, yeah, but the no. fact that it made. Um, right now, currently, one billion one hundred sixty-one million three hundred thirty-two thousand at the box. And tomorrow's office. two weeks. Yeah, that's been out. Oh yeah, that's why that's majority huge. Majority of its money in the first weekend alone. That's huge. Mm. You know, absolutely huge, especially uh, for post-COVID. Well, not post-COVID. But yeah. Well, you know what? I think all of us are going to be. It's not that we're surprised this movie did that. I think it's like all of us are still trying to get back to the mental, like mind f- mindset of like what the box office and movies opening are still right. right now. You know, and so it's like that's not. It's not shocking that Spider-Man did it, but. Oh yeah, right. movies can do this. Right. You know. I mean the last this is the first billion dollars I want to say in 2 years. Yeah, in 2 oh, years. Oh yeah, I mean COVID was pretty much all the start of like, yeah, all 2020 save for 2 months. 2019 two and a half months. It, it 2019 would have been Endgame probably was the highest grossing movie that year. When it co- COVID lockdown started at the beginning of 2020. March 2020. Okay, yeah, so 2019 is probably the last um and, I think and Endgame came out. So that I would yeah. I would assume I'm trying to think of whatever that would have been. I mean, I guess Star Wars, because that was the last. So since Star Wars has been the last billion dollars, because that was the it came out in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> almost. You think Rise of Skywalker made a billion? Oh, absolutely. Kidding me? Yeah, probably. Sorry, it's. Um, but yeah, it's made five hundred sixteen million domestic, six hundred forty four okay. million uh, international. So bringing the total to over a billion. You know, good for good for the movie. I'm yeah. I'm glad that it's done really well. I mean, obviously, it's going to be you know with it in its subsequent movies right you know it's just gonna it's just it's during these you know crazy stressful time i mean you just have your your negative covid test so i mean you You just never know though yeah especially with the you know more like like right now with with how the variants are popping up a lot i think i think uh, a lot of the new year's stuff in new york is getting postponed Uh, exactly like you and i were talking about what what to do for new year's and we're both like nothing hang out together but like not even go and do anything but um, but it's like a shining light, like it is. It's getting back to normalcy. I saw a report. Well, that's why I'm worrying about. I was gonna say in March with Bat, you know, the Batman. Oh yeah. Um, which we'll talk about that new trailer later. But it's like, you know, things are starting to go back again. I'm just like, please don't right, do this to right. me again. This movie should have been out <laughs> in June. I saw a report the other day that says, um, like, movie theater chains in France are banning, cons- not banning, but stopping concessions. Okay, so to l- like to just to limit even right, more right. potential. So people aren't even gonna be able to get like popcorn at the movies anymore. Which I I mean I don't. Different, you know, but I think it, what it does is it limits co- uh, interaction between people, and also, you th- when are you sp- when are you allowed to have your mask off while you're eating or drinking? Well, it's, it's but they're I not know. doing it anymore, so now it's their way to be like we shouldn't see anybody with their mask off. Uh, it's it's funny because the movie industry was the probably one of the biggest industries hit by the pandemic. oh absolutely, Dude, so it's it like it's it's like industry movie sorry industry the movie industry, and I would say like um, 
co- like contractors, you know, like the type of work like our friend's a barber, right? Um, na- you know, right. P- people that that do like one-on-one work, tattoo artists, t- you know, like all of that. Um, just, I think that those type. Obviously, our friend, our friend even told us, you know, like COVID really sucked for him as a barber yeah. because they were closed most of the for time, most yeah. of last year, you know, and and yeah. like that's his primary source of income, and like, yeah, I mean, I obviously understand, you know, people don't always go, oh. I feel really bad for the movie stars, you know, but like, right. It's, certain extent, it's like, it's not just movie stars, you know, some people right. make a living putting out independent, smaller movies. It's not always huge blockbuster stuff. And like that was shut down too, right. you know? So, um, I'm all, you know, oh, fingers crossed that we don't have that happen again. But if we have to happen again, you know, it is what it is. I'm not one of the people that gets mad, you know, that kind of stuff. It's like, right. It's kind of end at some point. We got to do something to end it. I mean, there's vaccines, there's boosters, there's, you know, yeah. education out there. And if they're, you know, whether you get immunized or you don't get immunized, we're not going to preach politics or, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I will, I will say this. I'm not going to pretend not be somebody on my podcast. And I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Right. That, that's my, my point of view as well. I so. mean, yeah. So it's just everybody be safe, careful, smart. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Uh, but let's get into um, some more Spider-Verse stuff. Um, yeah. We have, I think it was Giant Freaking Robot. This is one of those take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I mean, so websites. many reports are coming out for Spider-Man right now. Yeah, I'm doing that with everything. Uh, but there's rumors that Anya Taylor-Joy is being eyed by Sony to uh, helm a Black Cat movie. You know, big fan of, of her. Um, the first thing I ever saw her in was um, Split with James McAvoy. What was the first thing you I know, saw? You know, the, the, the predecessor to the collection of Glass and Unbreakable. Right. Um, good movie. She was real good in it. And then obviously since she's she's kind of blown up. Yeah, she's, she's a really good actress. Uh, I think the first thing that I... I didn't watch The Witch... But I remember that was right, one of the yeah. movies that she was featured in. Yeah, she's so. she's really good in that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's really good in um, Last Night in Soho that just came out this year uh, by the Edgar Wright movie, which was was really oh good. yeah, I need to see that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah, very good. She is in. I sent you the trailer for um, mm-hmm. the Robert Eggers' The Northman. Yeah, with with Alexander Skarsgård. That looks um, really great. That looks it looks intense. I feel and like and, it's and you know what he that's very much a twenty four too, which is yeah. the witch. Um, you if, know, if anybody's Robert, seen he, that's, that, that's his. He was one of the first directors to do a twenty four, like and make right, it, make the horror, kind of make it really blow up. He did, he did, I still I think have yet to see the lighthouse. I think he did the witch. Actually. Yeah, he did. And so, um, you know, his style those is, is often really, you know, related people, you know, related to A24. I really like in the trailer, not to get too much off topic, but sure. there is scenes where they are sh- shot at night. Okay. And the way it's lit is it just like, because you know. Is like it like 1917? Um, you remember that scene where where it's completely, you seen that movie, right? I have not seen that movie, no. Oh, okay. Well, there's this really wonderful scene where it's it's nighttime and he's running out and there's fires around. You might have seen it. Um, and I, yeah, so he's being know. illuminated by the fire, right. but also flares are going off in the sky. Right. It's one of the most beautifully shot scenes I think I've ever seen in my life. Well, this one is kind of more like you I'll know show when it you to you after this. Okay, when you um, like when you walk out during a full moon and you you kind of mm-hmm. just you know veiled in like one kind of color, like in this one gray kind of whitish kind of color. They emulate that really well in some of these scenes in the, the Northman. It's going to be a really great movie. Yeah, so it, well, yeah, you know what, too? It's like, it's the idea that, that you know, if you're out in, in especially at that time in, in the world. Natural lighting. Right, yeah. natural lighting from stars in the moon. Like, it's actually not pitch black outside no. because of the light. Like, light, you don't have light pollution. Like, you know, if you're out on a full moon, like, oh, it's, it's light it's lunar, yeah, out, lunar. you know what I mean? Um, but so I that, mean, that's cool when movies do that. I really like that. Yeah. But, I mean, are, are you... Would you want a Black Cat movie, or would you want Black Cat uh, featured in a Spider-Man? Yes, movie? I'd prefer that. Um, and I was wrong. It's, it's they they they're lighting houses on fire. Gotcha. Not not bonfires. Um, yeah, you know, I would, I wouldn't mind 
for Black Cat to be used. You know, at Felicity Jones was actually in the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Another yeah. character. You know, we we always forget. You know, the you have the iconic death of Gwen Stacy. Spoiler alert! If you haven't right. seen that 2014 movie, <laughs> um, you know, which is a huge um, storyline for Peter in, right. in uh, certain Spider-Man stories. And then you know you have Hobgoblin, not really the true Green Goblin. You have Electro. You have you know the Rhino in there a couple times. Like so much, stuff. right? There's just a lot of characters. And then they then they decide to introduce you know Felicity Jones, um, who people know from a lot of stuff. You know, Theory of Everything. But Stephen Hawking's she's in in Rogue One. Um, she was referred to as Black Hat. Uh, well, she, uh, well, not Felicia Hardy. Yes, sorry, I say her name. I couldn't think of it for a second. Um, so it's like you know she's apparently already around in the universe. You could just ignore that. And sure, cast Anya Taylor Joy. Um, I think I would be fine with either of those actresses, only because one was already casted it. But I like Felicity Jones. I I really like Anya Taylor Joy. Like it is what it is. But I don't think I'd want an, uh, her own movie for it. You know. Well, like, I, yeah, I, I feel, and this is gonna go into our next topic. Um, I I feel that Sony, because again, this is a Sony victory. Yeah. Uh, more or less a Marvel victory. Right. Um. This you know this huge you know all these movies. I mean. The last three Spider-Man movie, other than No Way or Homecoming, have all garnered garnered. They are all uh, cumulative. They they made like billions and billions of dollars. Like his trilogy, or you mean his like tr- all trilogy, of yeah. the? No, the just the uh, just the John Watts trilogy. Eight movies. Yeah. So the new one. Yeah. So yeah. Homecoming oh, yeah. made I think lots like eight hundred million. Far from Home made a billion, and then No Way Home made just broke a billion in two weeks. So right. Sony is kind of in that m- headspace of like, oh, we're untouchable now. We're just going to start laying, you know, golden eggs all the time. And I don't, they, th- the same kind of mentality is what led to Venom. And those movies right. aren't great, but they're making money. No. So yeah, I people feel are that, them. I, I feel that with like a Black Cat movie, they, they Sony's on that high right now where there nothing's been confirmed, by the way. These are all just rumors True. and speculations. Yeah. So. And, and we're seeing so many right now. You know, we saw that apparently they wanted to do the same thing with Electro. Oh um, yeah, with the reception too. that Jamie Fox got, even though you know what, I love Jamie Fox, but I didn't think he was even that great. Yeah, he was kind of a he. He played the character very, very, very differently. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. And I guess you know all you say you can say is like he was just Jamie Fox being he's got new Fox. power and this you know so he feels whatever. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he's being he was being a type of Jamie Fox character we've seen before. Right. Um. And um. So yeah, I mean, do I want a, an electro show? No. Movie? No. I mean, I, I wouldn't I mind seeing him pop up again. Sure, exactly. But, but like you said, with with her and like a Spider Man, sure, that'd be fine. Right. Do I want her own movie? Do I want Electro's own movie? Did I want a Morbius movie? No, I didn't no. want any of those things. Venom, sure, I get it. He's he's a huge character he's that a huge with, draw. With, I exactly. Can see that. With, you know, it's practically Spider Man. That's gonna draw people. But it only um, works if Venom is in correlation well, with Spider Man. I was having you know? a yeah, I was having a conversation with with our friend Ricardo, who is a who's the his his favorite comic book character is Venom. Mm-hmm. In fact, he has a Venom tattoo. Right. And um and it's wonderful. And um Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. But um, you know, him and I were talking the other day, I was saying, like, you know, I, g- I genuinely just don't like the the two Venom movies they put out. And I explained to him because I feel like if you're doing a Venom origin story, right? Right. Like, sure, at some point he's, you know, Agent Venom. At some point he is the anti hero, like kind of punisher type. Right. Ghost Rider, you know, that kind of, you know, plays both sides, but always does what's in his best interest right. type of, sure, get there sometime, but, like, you right. can't start at that. So when you, st- at least n- not when, if you're truly doing the character, and to do a Venom movie and st- 
try to start it like of like his kind of his origins, but without Spider-Man, which is like a huge part of the origin, it just doesn't work for me. And so I just didn't like that. And like, if that's what you have to do for these movies, I'm just you know I don't I'm, I'll watch the '90s cartoon. They do the, all of those those characters justice. Like, if I really want to see them. Well, that's why I got. Re- I mean, spoilers for those who haven't seen No Way Home. You know, real quick. Um, at the end of the of No Way Home, um, and honestly, it just made a billion dollars. So if you haven't seen this movie by now. <laughs> Why are you listening to this? Why are you listening to this? Um, well, but at the end of the movie, <laughs> Venom or Venom appears in the No Way Home movie at, as a uh, the first end credit scene. End, end credit scene. With Danny Rojas from Ted Lasso. And he leaves behind part of the Venom symbiote. A little tiny bit. And that's gonna like obviously gonna incorporate into like the yeah, no pretty Way much. Home it just kind of means like it, you know it allows Venom to show up right in this world. And honestly, I feel like Venom works better if I keep hitting this mic. Venom it's works okay. better um, if it incorporates something from Secret Wars because yeah that's another thing exactly yeah uh, suit comes from Secret Wars and then it, it you know that's when Peter rips it off and the little bit of it right. finds Eddie Brock and then that's so i feel like Venom's backstory is so much more rich because it it, it involves Spider-Man and i honestly yeah. thought they were going to leave Tom Hardy in the MCU or some way that they can mm-hmm. tie that together some yeah. way shape some way shape or form but I'll make two points to that. Okay. The first thing is you and I have talked about. I don't think we talked about it in the podcast. Why is he even there? We yeah. I think we made that. <laughs> I think we brought that point up the last time. The second we re- time we uh, saw review, it. yeah. Because it's like he doesn't even know Peter Parker. So how no. the f does he know everyone? These all these people know Peter Parker, Spider Man. That's why they're here. Okay. Make money, really? Because I mean, think about it. Only Connors knows. Only Doc Ock knows. And only actually, actually, everybody but but. Electro, Electro yeah, everybody but Electro and him. Yeah, no, uh, they, they Tag, you, you can make an argument for Doc Ock, but I've come around with Doc Ock. Right, but you know what? But <laughs> I mean, that's a tough one too it's, because it's whatever. Just we got to move on with the film. Ex- exactly. You know, type but, of exactly. But um, yeah. So like, why is he there in the first place? You know, unless you know, maybe maybe what we saw with No Way Home isn't there even the reason he's there. Maybe it's something that lies in in something that happens in you know Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Who knows? You know how Marvel can how does how Redcon does stuff. Re- exactly, the, but the the word of the day for Marvel in the last like five years has been retcon. Yeah, especially you know what I think too because they they I don't know if it's necessarily a been a positive that they made the jump you know five years right and so they're they're right. technically ahead of us um, in, in terms of what year Marvel movies are taking place. Our buddy made a good point the other, or he he didn't make a good point. I had I I felt like a jerk kind of like proving him wrong, but. When well, we were when, when we you come with me, you got to come with facts. Well, when he when, when we were watching um, Spider-Man the second time, yeah, we um, his first time, his first time, we made that uh, we brought that up. Like, why is Venom in there? And he was like, exactly. oh well, because he made a comment about that guy in New York, like somehow linking to like he was so sure, yeah, and not to like it's put him on blast effect, on this man. podcast, you know, but I he was like, I mean, if you look, he gave me the idea. He was like, go look, go home, look up the script, yep. and you know, type in Control F and type in New York or Spider Man. I did just that. Yep. They never mentioned once either yep. in either of. Well, I didn't check Venom too, but I did check the first Venom script. Sure, but he was referring to the first Venom. I think he was referring to the first Venom. Yeah, but again, he doesn't know. Exactly. Even if you we just had watched, well, I had just watched the Venom movie like yeah. a couple of weeks before I saw No Way Home. And nothing indicating that he knew yep. anything remotely close to Peter Parker, Spider-Man, yeah. mm-hmm. anything. But that's what I mean, too, is that's like I, was, I said I had two things I want to say. The second thing was it's like you said, like, like you know, Spider-Man is so built into, like, the, the beginnings of what Venom is right. in, in Marvel. 
in the same way that the Joker is so built, like Batman is so built into the way the Joker is. Right. And so like when we got the Joker movie, it was a good movie if you really just look at it as like what it is as opposed to like this is the Joker from Batman. Right, like kind of right. what I had to do. And it's like with Morbius, right? Morbius can probably work on a level that Venom can't because of the fact that we don't need to see Spider-Man to experience Morbius's. You know, when Morbius comes around, he's a formed well, villain to Spider-Man, you know? So, like, even though I don't want to see that movie, even though I don't think it's going to be good, like, right. and we are, well, we're going to watch it, it's like, watch it, yeah. it's like, I don't need Spider-Man in this. That being well, said, he he walks past a poster, and Spider-Man's there, Venom, or Vulture's in this one. Right. So it's just like, what is this I, even I, see, about? I don't know what is where, like, is Sony... Or he references Venom. He does reference Venom, like... That that I just thought of that right now too because the cops do. He says this is the this is this is you know, the uh, the worst thing or best thing we've had since San thing in San Francisco meeting Venom. Right. And right. then he literally the guy goes, "Who are you?" And he doesn't say Morbius, Doctor you know, Michael Morbius. He says, "I'm Venom." Yeah. yeah. And he goes, no, "I'm just kidding, I'm Doctor Michael Morbius." Right. And um, like after breaking the dude's arm, maybe it's a nice thing. Stupid. <laughs> just whatever. 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll we'll keep the bad reviews, what we liked about it and what we didn't like about yeah, it for yeah, when yeah, we yeah. see this movie. I think January twenty eighth, so it's coming up. <laughs> Um, it's but speaking like of, <laughs> it's not, it's coming up fa- too fast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Morbius, the runtime on Cinemark has been revealed: hour and forty-eight minutes. That's a br- yeah. that's a brisk movie. That's that a that's a, a Game of Thrones finale right that's there. A walk in the park. That's a walk in the park. Uh, One hundred and eight minutes. Uh, it makes it longer than Venom. Let there be carnage. He's at one hundred and eight minutes. One hundred and forty-eight minutes. Uh, an hour and 48 minutes. 108 minutes equals an oh, hour sorry, and 48 yeah, minutes. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was 148 minutes. No, no thank and, you. And, uh, yeah, yeah, no <laughs> thanks. That's a long movie. Um, but it's, it says here longer than Let There Be Carnage, which came in at an hour and 37. Right, yeah. So it's a little longer. Um, I mean, I, I, I I'm mean, not anticipating Morbius being... I, I'm, I'm going to call it right now. It's going to be like when we saw Dracula. I, I'm going to put it at like somewhere between 40 and 50. Forty and fifty percent on rotten, on rotten tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes. Uh, that's just yeah. Just well, with what I've seen so far mm-hmm. with both trailers and the 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 marketing for it has not been great. It's a month out. I have not. And it's been delayed a few times. So it like yeah. has there's been a while a I forgot times. about it. Um, I mean, Spider Man was you know we we there we was get a trailer for that until like August. <laughs> we no we well <laughs> we've we, had trailers for this for a while. But in the last couple of months when they were pushing for that you know um, yeah release and everything we got. TV spots after TV spots after. It's TV like what spots we're seeing right now like with Batman. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and, and which we'll get into later. But. Morbius. I mean, two trailers, I think, and that's been it for like the last pretty much two years since this movie has been announced. Or did, didn't they re-release the trailer like the same trailer? Like, hey, we're still here. Remember this one? Throwing it back. Remember? <sighs> no, but they released the trailer a year ago. The first trailer a yeah. year ago. Yeah, it's supposed to. And yeah, and, and I understand COVID and everything, but it yeah, just hasn't inspired like any kind. Well, of it's the same thing that kind of happened with Black Widow. Yeah, getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and then right. But you know, we'll watch this movie. We'll probably complain about it, but whatever. What I mean by it's, it's probably gonna be like Dracula is you took me to see that Dracula Untold movie with. No, our friend gave us free tickets to see Dracula Untold, and we were like, "Yeah, sure, it's something to do at IMAX." Yeah, someone gave him. I don't remember who. Uh, uh, Kevin. Our buddy from oh, Starbucks. Oh, yeah. right. He he <laughs> he worked for the radio at the time, and um, and, you know they do the giveaways. And he's like, "You yeah. guys want some free movie tickets? We have some left over." I was like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, so yeah, Esteban got them. He didn't. You didn't. He didn't offer them to two of us. He had. He offered them to you, and you and you thought, "Oh, I'll take Alex for his birthday." I think so. Yeah. Because it was it was my my birthday. It was <laughs> fell on the actual day. Happy birthday! Actual birthday. <laughs> yeah. Well, you <laughs> know, Dracula. Oh, it's fine. It's fine because you know what the the we're both San Francisco Giants fans, and they clinched the. The National League was that 2014 or 2012? It was 2014. Okay, um, 
because you just started Starbucks 2012, so it wasn't that. Oh, yeah, that's true. But uh, they clinched either the National League Division Series or the Championship Series and mm. um, that night. And we I remember we were watching the game through the... Oh, yeah. Like, where the line was, because it was an IMAX. You could I think see it was it the, the TV. NLCS, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I would have probably told you no, I feel like, <laughs> if you are like... <laughs> I think it was the NLDS. Or you know what? It could have actually even not even been a clincher. It could have just been one of the games. Which would have... I think it's D. He said CS. I think it's CS. I think I don't know who goes. It's all right, but um, we were, you could watch it through the through the yeah. glass like lobby. It was like in the lobby of like a like a hotel. It's like, yeah, it's like a hotel like or a bank, bank or something. Or something like I always forget what that to look what that building is. Right. But we saw it in like one of the first ten rows of IMAX. So we're like cranked our necks. Oh back. god, it's the worst feeling yeah. ever. But um, we were like, yeah, it'll be fine or whatever. And we came out of it and it was a little less than fine. And we're like, all right. I mean, we're not worse and much worse than our expectations. That's what I feel like Morbius is. If yeah. I ever. I'm looking for like IMAX listings. Yeah. And the only thing is that like left the two front rows. I'm not going. That that place is sold out. I'm so in yeah. my mind. In that my place mind, is sold out. yeah. Unless I'm gonna, <laughs> no unless thanks. I'm on the job and I need to go down there and sleep for a while. I guess. Yeah. No thanks. I'm out. No. That's I. I legitimately was looking directly up at the screen, and that's why you know the, the sound yeah. getting because I'm yeah. motioning. <laughs> How like it, we had well because we we, we, we even missed centered. parts of the movie we, we missed the first like half of the movie because we wanted to watch the end of the game we go in we sit down or yeah. no we didn't no because we, we had the movie was, was so short we got out and still saw the end of it <laughs> no no we had to get in on time because yeah. it was a press screening and so yeah and the the game had started right. a little bit before that but we were front row and this was like before like a yeah we weren't scene. in a great spot so we were front line. row to the left so we were le- legitimately looking like like at the bottom left third of the screen yeah like. To our right, trying to see this movie. Anyway, I still kind of don't really know what happens. I'm. <laughs> you know? I don't want to keep talking about bad vampire movies, but let's let's. Continue. So let's start. About, let's start talking about Morbius. Oh man. Um. Oh, but man. Uh, yeah, we'll watch Morbius. We'll review it. I'm. I'm looking forward to it because even with the bad movies, like we're gonna have to review later on. Um. We're. You know. I mean, it's still fun to talk about. And you know what? I like. I liked Jared Leto. There was a time where I was like, "Yeah, Jared Leto's rad, man." <laughs> I don't really like him that much anymore. No, that being said, really I keep hoping that every time I see him in something, it's going to make me like him again. I and heard he's horrible in House of Gucci. Like not not horrible, but com- he's comedic, right? I've heard the same thing. To the point of parody, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And the guy that he's playing, I forget. It's like... It's, it's the guy that uh, passed Paolo, away. It's his cousin. Yeah, Paolo, Paolo Gucci, Gucci or something yeah. like that. And apparently it's like... He his wasn't a, even his that Italian bad. accent is just like really, really bad. Just like a point, like it's almost like yeah, Jerry Lewis. It like it's yeah. it, like he's making fun of yeah the culture. No, the funny thing is like you can see the guy in real life. He wasn't like he that. was not fat. No, no, it, he was a little chubby <laughs> or whatever. But he wasn't that like un like that ridiculously Italian flamboyant. Yeah, like he wasn't over about the top it, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I heard that movie overall is not. The greatest. Yeah, you know what? I thought it was supposed to be like really good, and then I heard that it's like Mamma Mia, where Mamma Mia oh. is, is if you know, and this is like 100% true, if you know that for a fact, while the, during the filming of Mamma Mia, the actors were getting drunk for their scenes because oh, of yeah. how funny they thought, and right. you can absolutely you can tell. It. Dude, it's comical the way they act. Like it's, it's like over it's like it's like college yeah. play, yeah. college theater. Is it like Keanu Reeves, uh, Dracula type of. Uh, Parody, like oh badass. no, oh. Dracula! I know where the Boston sleeps. <laughs> yeah, oh god, I, I forgot he does the British accent. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the first and last time heart. We'll, we'll rip Bless into him. Beautiful li- heart. We'll rip into him a little later because we're. Yeah, I love Keanu, but I'm gonna have some stuff to say. We have some things to talk about. All right, let's move it along. Uh, so there's a couple of trailers that came out this. Uh, well, Excuse me. One trailer that we said that we talked a about. A former end credit turned. Trailer, trailer. Turned yeah. full length trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. Right. My most anticipated. 
uh, Marvel movie so far? Oh, like ever? Or you mean like uh, of, of all up. the ones coming all the, up? All the ones coming up. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, that's coming out um, next year. 2022, yeah. Yeah, next year. and like um, May something. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, so this was, yeah, it was the end credit scene after Spider-Man was the second right. one. It, they played this trailer. Right. And I was like, okay, cool, it's probably going to be out. And I think they waited like a week or it was, two. It was a day uh, shy of a week. It was right. It was this last Wednesday. Okay. And because uh, I messed with my brother and, I, he, and he was he was like, yeah, you know, a little early. Like I didn't think they'd put it out so fast. And I was like, you know, they let it, they let it sit for about a month. Sorry, yeah. Excuse me, about a week. Yeah. And then they put it out. Because, you know, by then like, the majority of the fans that would search that stuff right away anyway have seen it. Right. And uh, you well, I think it leaked online first. Probably. I didn't, I think obviously, a day having after, seen it, I didn't um, go look it, look for it. Yeah, ap- I think a day after No Way Home came out, it leaked online, and yeah. then they waited a week, and they're like, okay, I'm right. it. But so, um, this it is... doesn't really spoil anything from No Way Home. No, no, it, it doesn't. But, um, you know, this is the return of to Marvel for Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh, coming back and doing this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it, it was a decent, probably like a minute and a half. Yeah. In terms of length, um, they don't really give us any context of what's going on. Yeah, which you leads just see me to a lot of stuff. That there's going to be some big surprises in this movie, which I'm—I mean, there's I've been, been hearing that there's like unbelievable cameos. Right, I've heard Fantastic Four Doc, and I've, uh, Charles Xavier, Charles Xavier, yeah, Magneto, yeah, um, yeah. I've heard a bunch. Yeah, um, which could be—I mean, which yeah, hopefully, we're, you know, not to ruin anything for anybody listening, you know, that didn't want to know that, but like. So much, you know. There was all these people going to be in No Way Home. Just wait, you'll see. You know, right. you know. That's there's a lot of uh, hot air to a lot of those things. Right. Um, <coughs> be wild to see some of those characters. I mean, it would I'd love be to, really to, cool to see it happen. But um, exactly, yeah. So um, definitely one of my mm-hmm. most anticipated ones. What did you think of the trailer? Besides, like, it didn't really give much for you, or yeah, I, like for me, real cool visuals. Really cool visuals. Um, I like three. Uh, return of Rachel McAdams. You know, we see yeah, like a vision of, of them like getting married or something like that, or yeah, she's getting s- married. You see him like in, a a, in a tux in, the, in what seems to be very obviously a um, dress. At the beginning. He's um, he tries to go find Wanda after what happened. In right. What, what's the town that she was? Springview, Meadowview, something like that. I th- I, something like that. Something view. Springview. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, she thinks that he's coming to go get her, and he was like, "Well, I need your help. Something else." Doesn't exactly say what is going on. Uh, we get the return of Baron Mordo. Uh, with Tuich- Chiwetel Ejiofor's character from the last one. Westview. Westview, there you go. What did you say? Springview. Or yeah, okay, like yeah. Westview, like New Jersey. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Baron Mordo still kind of... Got a cool look. He's got some long hair now. Yeah, got some long hair. Um, After having not really having hair. 2016 was... was no. Um, was it Doctor Strange? First one. Yeah. I mean yeah late so 2015, 2016, yeah. So that's what, five years since then? That's a long time in between sequels. But he's been featured in, you know, he's Infinity been War, so Endgame, yeah. and No Way Home. He was so in Thor Ragnarok. He was in Thor following Ragnarok. Following up, so you know. He kind of like took that place of Iron Man where he's kind of. A little like bit showing there. up in the end credits and showing up in, in small roles. and Right, right. He certainly like did. Listen, know, overseer of stuff. If you got better to come back, use him whenever you can. Oh, heck yeah. You know what I, I mean? And especially since, I mean, he was in What If, which also, you know, big. Not plot twist, but, but we're seeing some similarities. End, um, we see. I don't know if it's the Supreme Strange that we got in What If. Well, yeah, we certainly don't know yet. Uh, um, but it's like looks like an evil version of Doctor Strange. Bully Cumberbatch. <laughs> Bully Cumberbatch is the meme currently, yeah. right? Because it's Sam Raimi. Right you know? yeah, Sam Raimi's got true. a thing about putting emo versions of his main character in his movies, man. Yeah, but it looks it looks great. Like you said, a lot of crazy visuals. There, I feel like this is going to be one of those just intense mm-hmm. movies that's just going to kind of turn everything on its. I, I mean, just it's keep a multiverse. Yeah, I mean, you, we already got a lot of that. We, uh, you know, what I feel like, and you and I talked about this the other day. We were playing games. And chatting, and I felt like I was saying like 
there was you know ev- everyone that had the huge theories about nowhere home were wrong and everyone had the small theories they were right because everyone knew what was going to happen but nobody right. knew what was going to happen right and um you know what i said was like yeah they could have done all that stuff but i think what they did they chose to do and they did it well right you know having the multiple spider-man having the multiple villains right right they did a good job of it right and like that's crazy but like it wasn't so like mind bending like oh my god what this that twist yeah. you know it was we kind of expected it they did a really good job of it right people all i keep reading about with multiverse of madness is like it's going to be unbelievable like which the, i really the hope the twists about. and yeah. the cameos and this and that it's going to be like like unfathomable to like people that don't know what's going to happen yet like when right. they see it they're going to be mind blown mm-hmm. so i'm which like is wow that sounds crazy the bigger That'd stuff be cool in marvel and I, mean, I feel like the same way. Like, I've always been, when people ask me what's my favorite kind of um, comic book, you know, I yeah. like event stories. I like big, just ridiculous, everybody's involved. There's just, like, Blackest Night is probably my favorite comic book run yeah, of huge. all time. Because it involves the whole entirety of DC Universe. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm in, you know, Secret Invasion with, you know, uh, Samuel Jackson and all of them. That's probably going to be something big. Right. Um, hopefully that leads to Secret Wars, which is kind of like an all-encompassing cinematic. My, uh, uh, Infinity War is my favorite Marvel movie, so it's just huge, huge, yeah. big, uh, epic events. And, and even I the new Thor, you know, it's going to be him plus the Guardians. That's true. So I, I um, the, the next couple of movies, works. I mean, Thor, Love and Thunder is a- after Multiverse of Madness is my yeah. most anticipated. So, uh, but yeah, for it's, Marvel it's movies next year. For Marvel movies, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm completely excited. I can't remember if there's anything else in the, in the trailer. Yeah, just just a lot of quick cut of stuff. You know, you see um, Strange do some stuff that his evil version of him did in What If, and so it's got a lot of people Same talking. Sanctorum's like underwater for some reason. Yeah, so. th- there's a lot of quick cuts. It's hard to really capture without like watching one of those videos that breaks it down. Right. But like, I think we're he's going to be traveling scene scene. different parts of the multiverse. He's going to be going like yeah. different like mm-hmm. scenarios, and he's just I, I, I again they probably will give us one. Maybe two trailers. I I doubt that they'll give us more than that. I mean, I mean, we got nothing, nothing leaked from this movie. No, which is great. Not, like not a, set pictures weren't a thing. Weren't there happening. has been some concept art that led to the speculation yeah. of Xavier and um, I think some like I forget if they were like Chitari or like Sentinel or Ultron sen- uh, Sentinels oh, that yeah. were taking Doctor Strange, which and, like, is also in What If. Right. So, so we'll see. I mean, what if? The, the Supreme Strange stuff and What If was kind of like the more interesting stuff. Like that Certainly was more was. dark It's stuff. when they started connecting all the episodes. I thought these episodes were just, that was a fun little twist. Mm-hmm. I thought the episodes were, were individual, you know, right. stories. And then they all combined. I was like, well, okay. yeah. oh, that's really cool. Okay. You know, it was a cool little twist. But yeah, looking forward to it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I would I would probably lose my shit if Jeffrey. McAvoy or something no, it, shows if, up. I uh, say Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but um, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, the old watcher. Yeah. Uh, what's his... Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Stan is Lee shows up. Yeah, no. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's that's that's. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan comedian. is the no, comedian. Yeah. What? Who's the Jeffrey Wright? Jeffrey Wright. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah. If Jeffrey Wright showed up as the Watcher, you know, right. I, I'd, I'd I'd lose my mind. I'd be like, what? Okay. Right. The long game. Didn't right. expect. You know what I mean? Like, so I certainly get it. And well, and Feige we'll we trust, so we'll see. Yeah, you know, I hate I hate to say it so often. Not hate to say it, but it it hurts be, being that Batman is my favorite, and like I want right. I, I have wanted more. You know, from that world we've talked about before, but I've, I've settled with, like, as long as I get cool Batman stuff, I'm go- good, you know, you knowing me and me knowing you. Like, I don't think right. you have a problem with that. But, um, you know, yeah, just he does such a good job. It makes me wish that it was, I, I not to not wish that Batman wasn't my favorite, but it's like, you know, it's not like, I, I, I feel like the Batman's going to be wonderful, you know, yeah. but it's like, 
Okay, why can't someone do that with the other movies? Well, speaking of Batman, uh, Matrix Resurrections came out this last weekend. Just yeah. kidding. We'll get to that. Um, the unexpectedly last yeah, uh, no, it was Monday. Monday. It was Monday. Uh, a new trailer for the Batman came out. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, it's kind of been tied to they've been releasing some pictures from the Empire. Empire magazine. Uh, magazine that's coming out. You know, they're they're oh, the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Knew it. No. So a week from Tuesday. Tuesday is going to be the fourth of January. Right. So uh, sorry, a week, a week from this past Tuesday. So this upcoming Tuesday, the fourth. Or sorry, the third is two months from the release of the Batman. Gotcha. It's been a long road. You, you, you and I both know that it was supposed to come out in June 2021. Mm-hmm. Would have been out for six months already. Then it, the idea was it was maybe going to get pushed back to October. Halloween Batman, it would have been wild. Oh, that would be cruel. cool. And they ultimately pushed it further away from Spider-Man opening. And um, Well, I think um, at that point, there wasn't a lot of... Um, Bond was coming out. Well, there wasn't a lot of, you know security with box office right and they pushed it to when they thought it might be a a more better bit plus march has nothing going on right so and honestly if they movie of the new year i think one of the main another big reasons um they probably moved it out of 2021 is because it would have fallen in that 2021 slate yeah which all those movies in 2021 um were released same day yeah when people started figuring out they could put them out well no on hbo max oh right so that would have you know i would have obviously there there is that temptation you know, because I saw Dune in theaters. It was on right. HBO Max. I, I watched on HBO Max. Um, there was all these other... Uh, well... I watched The Matrix on HBO Max. I think Dune is the only one that is uh, that I waited to watch in theaters because I wanted to see it in theaters. But, you know, Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, Suicide Kombat, Squad. Suicide Squad. That's true. We, we, we saw that in yeah. IMAX. <laughs> oh, yeah. We the did. same theater. Um, but, like, but I feel that, you know, a lot... Well, I, I don't feel a lot of those movies had their box office taken away I from don't the feel. fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't feel for HBO Max and Warner Brothers for that decision because... Right. You, know, you, you lose out on some of the box office that you would get if people only were going to see it in theaters. And lose out on some of the revenue. Yeah, which we talked about because sequels. they also... The news came out that the Batman was going to be on HBO Max a month after its release. 45 so days. 45 days, yeah. So, Which is standard um, because Shang-Chi was also in, in theaters before yeah, 45 yeah. days before it moved to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but you know, same kind of thing. You know, Hopefully it doesn't affect their box office as much, but... Um. Pretty much, yeah. So the new trailer came out, kind of unexpectedly, right? You know, they were pushing some of the new. Um, well, the, there like was said, a there Empire was a um, stuff, but yeah. It, so it's, it's titled "The Bat and the Cat." You know. Well, there was an interview yeah. with Colin Farrell. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna. It's right. A, it's I want really I think, long. I think it's part of the because it's the ma- it's the it's the cover. It's right. The, the, right. The big story in Empire Magazine coming out this month in um, January is. The Batman, so I think he's got multiple interviews. It's, um, they kind of ask him, I'm not going to read the whole quote because it's a very lengthy quote, but they pretty yeah, much just asking um, Colin Farrell, like, what's going on with your character? You know, how much right. you get in him or get of him? And basically, you know, Colin Farrell breaks it down as, you know, this penguin character, he's referred to as Oz, which is cool. Right. Uh, for short for Oswald. Um, he's kind of like this loose cannon. He's kind of, w- what I really got me, what really got me excited was he, um, or uh, Matt Reeves, the director of the Batman, um, told Colin Farrell to take inspiration from um, Fredo Cordelion from the Godfather movies. Kind of like this wormy, you know, not wormy, but kind of like the weak link or, you know, the, the run of the litter when it comes to the Cordelion family, the, you know, the weak one. Exactly, yeah. Always trying to, like, prove himself. Ultimately, he's the one that portrays the family. More reactive. So he's kind of like that scrappy, like, I'm going to do whatever I can to get to the top. And that makes, you know, makes you intrigued for this character because, obviously, he has that announced um, 
um, well, not obviously, but he has that announced uh, show for HBO Max coming out, right. which you know could g- dive deeper into this character. I don't know if it's a prequel or if it's going to be a continuation of a, a right, but a penguin movie. show in general. Yeah, um, I mean, he looks great in the makeup; like it's it's incredible. It's I I, yeah, I would be amazing. surprised if they don't if he doesn't get a nomination for or not him directly, but at least the makeup yeah, department nominate gets. Colin Farrell. Just best wearer, best makeup, makeup of of wearers. <laughs> I don't know. I dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, it's um, right. But yeah, but the the trailer was great. I mean, obviously, your thoughts right off the bat. Oh my god, best bat. I I I'm I know that how this sounds. Gonna s- this is very controversial. Careful. I know how this sounds, but oh, I sent it to you immediately. Okay. And I was like, Stephen, wake up if you're not up. <laughs> I, I sent so I many text messages to you. Said, yeah. I think it was in the shower when you sent it to me. The f- the memes, the, well, the no, you were yeah, the whole everything. You didn't respond for like fifteen minutes. I was like, yeah, I was just getting out of. Shower I was like, I'm not work. waiting for him. I waited. Uh, to s- I s- yeah. initially waited, right, and then I was like, I'm not waiting. Yeah, <laughs> and then as I was like, wake up, get up, do whatever you're doing, put the phone down. Yeah, I, was, I needed your attention because I had watched it by then, and it's incredible. I sent it to you know my brother and our our two friends, the Ramirez Bros, right. and um, I said, this is the best Batman trailer I've ever seen in my life. It's up there. It, dude, it was it was so good. Yeah, and I hope this is the last trailer. I think it is because the first two trailers really didn't give much away. Obviously, the first one barely having footage to do anything. But this gives you context. This gives you context to the story, right? And I don't want any more after that. I'm good. I I get an idea what the story is going to be. You might get a couple TV spots, but exactly, yeah. And and TV spots usually are are a good job of like pretty much only like showing maybe one getting people hyped. One or two clips yeah. that aren't in the other trailers. You usually know? like 30 seconds. They're usually a com- combination of the trailers that have been out um, for the most part. But, man, yeah, man. Oh, it was ju- it was so good. You're right. Um, you know, I, I like that it, it starts off with that ch- car chase between ba- Batman and Oz, um, wh- which we see in the end of the, se- the second trailer. Right. Where he flips his car. Great yeah. way they framed that shot too. Kind of yeah, like yeah. the camera was like mounted to the under to part, like the bottom right, like yeah, the, the, the back bumper right. or something. Exactly, yeah. And it, it's going, it's flashing between that and um, the reporter. I forget her name. No, she's running for mayor. Oh, okay. Um, is I she running? For, I thought okay. she. It, it, I watched the that. way she was asking questions. It seemed like a reporter. Uh, yeah, it does. But I knew she's a character that's running for mayor. Okay. Um, and the mayor, I'm pretty sure. Is the one that gets killed and his head's taped up in the, the beginning of that first trailer. Oh yeah, I think that's the mayor. Yeah, and so she's running for mayor. I forget her name. It's a, it's a funny name, um, like just kind of very comic booky, and um, so she's talking to him and she's like, you know, y- you're not really doing anything for the city. That goes back to the car chase and then back to him. She's like, your parents were big philanthropists, but I can, what I can see, you're not doing anything. Back to that. Right. But what I love about that shot is how they yeah how they framed and you see his car just get. Absolutely hammered. He would be dead. Like I mean, that's one of the. Yeah. (laughs) Batman doesn't kill, but he would be dead. Yeah. And he flips the car. Anytime you flip a car more than once, that violently, it's yeah. (laughs) It was so yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. But um, her name is Bella Real. Okay. She's running for mayor. Um, but just a lot of yeah, a lot we hadn't seen. I didn't expect to have a trailer. I I didn't expect that to be trailer three. You know what I mean? Out of nowhere. It was a good Christmas present. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just a lot of really cool stuff we hadn't seen yet. You right. s- did you see way more Catwoman? And um, you, well, you even said the, the trailer was called the yeah, bat the bat and the cat, and, cat and, and the bat, whatever, and the bat and the cat. And to this, to this point, what I've heard is my favorite line from this Pat Batson from this Batman, Batman to hearing his bat voice 
Yeah. Like he says, uh, you got a lot of cats. To yeah. And she's, you yeah. know, but he says it's so it's very reminiscent it's of like Kilmer's. Yeah. And a little bit of Batman Begins Bale. Mm-hmm. It just it sounded so good. Well, like this, it, it seems because this Batman is just starting out. It's two years, I think. The synopsis says that he's been, you know, open for business. Yeah. And <laughs> he, the 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 way they um, kind of are framing. Uh, Bruce Wayne is that he's kind of a recluse, doesn't go out as much. He's kind of this, you know, angsty younger guy. Yep. So he's w- described by the director as very much a Kurt Cobain type. Very much. In I saw this thing. meme where uh, it shows Matt Reeves like back in the nineties, and he right. was like, "Yeah, I like Nirvana," and he looks exactly. He has like long hair. He looks yeah. exactly. Like he looks very Kurt Cobainish. Yeah, yeah. But he's saying like a guy who's very obviously famous. Being that Wayne, the, the Waynes are famous. He walks into the room. He's like, <laughs> Batman walks into the room. Smells like teen spirit in here. Oh, God, that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I was just like, is he going to do a joke or is he going to pretend to sing like Kirk Cobain? <laughs> I don't know. But, um, Met you in the middle. <laughs> yeah. But the idea that, that Kirk Cobain, who's a very famous person, it was also very like much a recluse in, in how he well, I, was and how he just looked kind of grainy, dirty, right. you know. Well, my, point, my point of bringing that up. That's what he wanted this Batman to be like, or Bruce Wayne. My point in bringing that point that my point in bringing that up is that he really doesn't have if that's his character and his personality as being a recluse he really doesn't have a need right. to like really overly exaggerate his voice like he doesn't need to you know yeah. do the Batman voice like oh Bale you mean does. you mean like Bruce being a char- be a character written well, like that wouldn't need to really alter his voice too much yeah <laughs> you he think he'd already be kind of like that like no one really kind of listens to him or talks to him well Bruce you Wayne hear anyway. him yeah you hear Bruce like he does a little rasp but yeah well you hear Bruce when Bella Real says Bruce I don't Wayne, think he, he, he actually says, used an indoor voice once <laughs> everything was like whisper talk yeah it was a it was an indoor voice but it was a quiet <laughs> right but um. When he, when Bella Real is like uh, Mr. Wayne and he s- he says sorry you know and says back right, to her voice right. like it's really not all that different yeah it, it's, it's pretty really a same. talking voice it's just like he kind of just lowered his voice a bit yeah. and talked talked it more like he's yeah. quiet he's being quiet <laughs> you know and he's like oh, you got you got luck I remember that I think Whoa, I mentioned it nice I think I mentioned it uh, a couple times on the podcast before where. I I used to watch The Flash and Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. Like I would record them all right. and watch well, them yeah, all. Yeah, I remember we watched Flash all the time. And I was living at my 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 parents' house, and usually I would wake them up. I would, uh, not wake them up. <laughs> wake them up. <laughs> watch Flash. <laughs> go watch Flash. <laughs> no, I would wake up and they would come down, or my mom would come down. She wouldn't see me watching The Flash. And like she, this again. She she would literally Lame. or she would literally like sit there for like five minutes, watch like a little snippet of this episode. <laughs> okay, that's cute. And she was well, just to like with a puzzled look on her face, you, and she was know? like, Why is everybody whispering on this show? Especially because in Arrow. They talk about what's right. Everybody Justice. whispers on that show. So that's what kind of yeah, reminded it's me. It's because everyone's gotta talk at his level. Everyone's yeah. gotta talk at Stephen Mail's yeah. level. And she's like, Everybody's whisper talking right now, and I was like, Thanks. Yeah. Okay, you ruined it for me. Now I cannot. Now I can never, that. never not hear it. That's, so that's pretty much what this Batman kind of seems like he's doing. Um, but a lot even of when he's like, he's like, Selena, don't throw your life away. It's more like, Selena, don't throw your life away. And he's like, she's like, what? T- What'd you what say? What'd you say, man? Please speak up. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, my ears are ringing from the multiple gunshots that are being shot yeah. by my head. <laughs> yeah, a, lot, um, a lot of violence. But we get a better look at the Riddler. I'm really digging Dude, the vibe of the Riddler. Dude, it's so cool. Game. And he's got, he's got, he's got Riddler thugs. He does have a little thugs. Yeah. Um, that surprised me a bit. I didn't think he would have like a henchman. All dressed like him too, which I yeah. really like. I like that because then it's like, oh. Who is he? Where is which he one is he? Yeah. yeah, who is he? Of You know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's fun. Yeah. Kind of so reminds me of the Joker doctors in The Dark Knight. Yeah. Very, very reminiscent. All the, all the masks. Um, he knows who Bruce Wayne is. 
You know what? Crazy. I, I'm still kind of leaning. The Riddler has always kind of like Batman Forever. They've done it. Riddler um, knows who he is. He doesn't care. Zero Year, the comic book. Um, yeah. The that comic lot. Well, I'm pretty sure from the time the time he finds out, Riddler doesn't care who he is because a riddle that everyone knows isn't very much fun. Okay. And so did he did you pull that off the back? I saw. Of like no, I saw. I saw it after the trailer came out. Maybe okay. she posts about it. Oh, okay. Um, but I watched a video that broke the trailer down, gotcha. and it was that they they guy pulled it out and it showed the, the slide. Well, he's kind of like the Zodiac Killer because that's yeah, really based off the yeah, character, the look. But he he really doesn't care, um, uh, if people know who Bruce Wayne is. He just wants to see Bruce Wayne. So he he wants to be better than Bruce Wayne. Yeah, exactly. He, he doesn't care. He just wants to be he wants to be the smartest, most intelligent. He, well, do you know what I'm kind of hoping for? Even though it's it kind of it's kind of funny. You're like, oh, what are the odds of that? Right. I'm kind of hoping. That he doesn't know Bruce is Batman. That that the Wayne family is crap, just like all right. the other families. And they they kind of touch on this in the Telltale series, that the Waynes were just as corrupt, just as corrupt, especially Thomas, and it's what got them killed. They kind of touched on it in Gotham right. too, um, the TV show. Um, a little bit in Joker too. A little bit in Joker too, with him running for for mayor, but he's kind of a douche. Yeah. Um. Exactly. Yeah. And um. And so like. Douche Wayne. Good one. Thanks. <laughs> but so I kind of hope that I'm here all night. Literally, it's my house. Yeah, I kind of hope that he he's also try. He's he's you know in the way he's killing these politicians, right? He kills the mayor, yeah. and then he has Gil um, Carnetti, um, scars not scars Sarsgard, Sarsgard no Sarsgard Sarsgard Peter Sarsgard. He plays a Sarsgard. he plays a D yeah <laughs> he plays a DA or something or okay. and um he's that guy in the um that we saw in the trailer. The first trailer with the bomb on his hand, or the phone oh, hand yeah. bomb on his chest in in the yeah. uh, the fu- what, funeral. I think it's the mayor's funeral. Yeah, some, something. And like that. so it seems to me that the people that really has the problem with, he's targeting, connecting with them, putting them putting bombs on them, right? Killing what's, them, whatever. Uh, what's Alfred been lying about? Yeah, exactly. And so my idea right now is that it's going to be similar to that. He's the Waynes are also a problem, right? And he gets, he's gonna he like he's gonna target him the same mm-hmm. way he's gonna target those other guys. And so he's actually saying Bruce Wayne to Bruce right. in, in whatever his like unveiling is, yeah. um, and then that's when Batman's like, is, you know, is this true? Is this one? Like, you know, Alfred, so you know, you, you lied to me for you know for right. for years, or whatever he says to him in the trailer. Right. Um, and so I like to think that he doesn't know he's Batman. I like to think that he's targeting Bruce Wayne and the Wayne family. Okay. Well, at the same time, Bruce being Batman is investigating right. all this. Well, stuff. Alfred does say the killer was writing to the Batman. Why is this? Why is this? Um, why is he writing to you? Right, yeah. Maybe he's exactly. Maybe Toying he's with him. no, exactly. But oh, it's, that works for my theory too. Maybe mm-hmm. he's like, "Why is he writing to you? Does he know you're Batman?" Right. He's like, "No, I think he's got a problem with my family." You know, this little little whisper voice. I like how the. I really hope the rid- riddles do get a little better in the movie. Yeah, well, you and I were both like, "It's justice." <laughs> it's just. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's what is blind. It's like it's like what what it's like what is blind or what is, you know what what is I, I don't know but basically he. The r- the Riddler says, you know, ask the riddle, and then you know, Batman's like, justice. The answer is justice. I was like, and everybody knew that. There's not one person who could have not deciphered that. Yeah, but he likes to show he's better than everybody. Uh, you know, but like, it was hey, just really funny. Hey, what riddle? Oh, <laughs> they say like he likes to, he's better than that. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. He's, uh, he's like, yeah, I know what it is, but you know what it is. But I'm gonna say it out loud because right. I'm the Batman. Um, but yeah, it's it's. It's it's really great trailer. It's a, it, there's a lot to again. It gives you like the meat and potatoes of what it's going to be about. It doesn't give you all like the 
You know what? Didn't spoil anything. Did you see um, the trailer? They included a link, and the website's called ratalata.com. Okay. And when you log in, it's like uh, you could go into it right now if you wanted. And it, what it is, is, it just has like a, it's a gr- it's, it looks very matrixy, black and green, very riddlery. It's got right. a question mark. And up until that trailer release, it didn't have anything else. And it's mm. slowly putting s- like symbols and oh, yeah, stuff I've to break. Them, yeah. And there's questions on them, and they are way more in-depth. One says, those who make me are likely to break me. Um, the law, mm. what's black and blue and dead all over. We saw that one in one of the trailers. One's just, uh, oh, sorry. It has the answers. So oh. uh, those who make me are likely to break me. The law. The law. What's black and blue and dead all over is Batman. Um, it can be easy. Or I mean, I feel like that riddle is kind of like. He's not really black and blue, is I, he? Like, is he bruised? Yeah. Or like I can be easy or a dead end. Careful when you cross me. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Maybe he's not writing better ones. My ex-wife. The street. The street. <laughs> yeah. But um, apparently it's 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 kind of viral marketing, the stuff that they're putting out. Be you cool. know, like well, they, at like the end of every do trailer. With the news, remember the news reports for The Dark Knight? Right. Well, at the end of the trailer, you do see like these hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. Or these like That's weird. For the, for the website. For the website. Okay. So. Yeah. You should, yeah. You should check it out. It's really cool. Super cool. I'm gonna wait till the movie. Yeah, you know, no, I'll check it out. Like I said about this being the last trailer, I'm kind of good after this. Like, I don't need to know any more about it. I don't know how much I'll search out additional information. It, it was it was a great trailer. They've been doing a good hyped. job. Yeah, and yeah. so now I like like we or like you said, probably just TV wait. spots. Yeah, I, ho- so, I hope that's all it is because it's March, right? March third. March third. I'm very yeah. very very excited. We're gonna see it opening night, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the very uh, first show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, man. It's our entire friendship, and we've never seen a, a Batman movie premiere together. It was just a Batman movie. We saw Batman v Superman, but that's not just not a Batman, Batman movie. movie yeah. And then Justice League, you know, obviously, those aren't just Batman movies. So. Hey, this could be the best Batman yet. Really it looks wrong. really good. I don't anticipate this being, if anything, it's going to be a, a decent movie. Yeah. But I, I think from it's what we've really seen good. so far, it looks like it's. It looked like they, they really gotten methodical about it. Like yeah. they really put a lot of effort into it. Even they really cared. Cinematography to the you know, you know all the, the action. <laughs> I think a one. I don't, again, it's a really nitpicky thing for me. It just looked kind of funny for me. His yeah. his little wingsuit that he wears. Yeah, it's like he's take, wearing a trash bag. <laughs> did he take time? Like you Steps see the in it. yeah, like <laughs> the y- you see him on like this clock <laughs> tower type deal. It's like, like the top of the GCPD or something. Yeah, but it's like a spider, <laughs> and he's running away from like all these cops. Yeah, so they're there on has his to be tail. Like, there, like, there has to be like a sense of urgency going on in yeah. this scene, and you just see him it's in like, this one second. Wings. Let me step in and zip myself up. <laughs> How do you land? You know, your know. your feet are in that whole thing. I don't know. So I he lands in the water. He's like, God, get me out. It looks like. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it looks like Andy from The Office when he falls oh, into the in water the, in the sumo, in the, suit. In the sumo suit. Yeah. <laughs> oh just, my god. He just like ha- like arms wide out, like yeah. like a toddler is about <laughs> yeah. to go pick him up. And he can't pick flip. Him up. He's yeah. like, somebody, please. Like does that happen to Batman? You know. Oh man. Cat, yeah, we'll that's, have to that's the only thing out. that was. I mean, the, the, the cat puns. You know, you got a lot of cats. I like it. I like it a little bit. I got nine lives. You know, it's that was a good line. I like that she calls him vengeance. She says, come on, Vengeance, yeah, let's like go. Yeah, kind of like this let's banter. Let's some know. trouble. Yeah. Which very, I like. I, very I flirty. Very, very flirty. I'm very excited for Zoe Kravitz being Yeah, I think she's great. I think I she's, she's going to really, really, really good she, she is very um, close to the Selena Kyle in the long Halloween. Yep. You know, short hair. You know, yep. you can tell that she's not just another, you know, white person in, in, the, in the role of Catwoman. She's actually someone of, like, of like diversity, which I really like. Yeah, I, I really like Zoe, you know, Zoe Kravitz in the role. Same with Jeffrey Wright. Like, the fact that he's um, going to be Gordon. I feel like he's a fantastic. I love Jeffrey ca- Wright, yeah, I so. feel like he's a fantastic character, and 
uh, character actor. So yeah, absolutely. Um, very stoic too. Got a deep yeah. voice. So like he's mm. he's really gonna. Like, oh, his voice is one of my favorite things. He's gonna have mind. a better voice than Batman. Watch your mouth. Well, sorry. May- maybe he should have been Batman. Shh. I'm paid to see it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and jump into our final topic, mm-hmm. which we're so excited to talk about. We probably won't dwell Excuse on it me. too much. Maybe no. Warner Brothers probably shouldn't have dwelled on this movie too much. <laughs> a good one. Uh, because the, a lot of people didn't dwell on going to see it. Uh, not not in like you know in terms of of what we were just talking about. Not in coming terms out of, of No Way Home. A week after No Way Home or two weeks. Coming out two weeks after No Way Home and the same week as Sing Two came <laughs> behind both of them. Yeah. Box office pool of only twelve million. In its first couple of days, yeah, not great. Um, no, awful. Yeah, very, very bad. Yeah, not looking good. If you're coming behind a kids movie for seeing two, granted, it is the holidays. Everybody's off. Parents want to take kid, their yeah, take their kids to the movies. But especially for a tried and tested franchise like The Matrix, yeah, there is a lot that we can discuss about this movie. But uh-huh. just giving full um, full dis- full disclosure, we're going to go into heavy spoilers right off the bat. Yeah, um, and. We, I, I saw it Christmas Day, not by choice, because my family, because wa- our, our Christmas tradition is, you know, we open up presents on Christmas Eve, you know, we stay spend up. Spend Christmas Day together. Spend Christmas Day together, but we all just kind of like wake up, you yeah. know, recover from our hangovers. Sure. You know. Adults. Yeah. Eat breakfast at like three o'clock, and then, you know, we'll watch whatever game's on, in this case it was The Warriors, and then later in the evening we'll watch a movie. So we Everybody wanted to watch what Resurrections. I knew I was going to watch it. I, I knew I was supposed to watch it with you. Yeah, it's fine. After seeing reviews for it, I think it stands at like 60-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And pretty even on the audience score. So this movie is very divisive. Divisive, sorry. We. That's my boy. I had everybody and their mom comment about that. No, everybody and your mom comment about yeah. the pronunciation she of did. divisive. Because so. I was like asking everybody. Anyways, uh, that was great. everyone was like, yeah, divisive. That's going to overlay it, but oh well. Um, but yeah, um, let's get right into it. Yeah, so overall I watched thoughts, it last night. Okay, overall thoughts. So I'm gonna let you spearhead this because I was in and out of it because because you yeah I mean you were watching it in, in a capacity you couldn't really of a lot of people and I was really bored with the movie. Yeah. But also, what are your overall thoughts on the Matrix as a whole? Not just the first one, but as the whole of the trilogy. You know, I really like the first one. Um, right. but as a whole, like I know I know you didn't ask me about the first one. I know I saw your face. I was like, I really like the first one. But what I'm talking about is. I thought the second one was cool. There's a, you know, it's funny. Our friend Jamie and I we were talking about it earlier. All the points he's making, I was like, yeah, absolutely, I 100 percent agree. Right. And it was that you know the first one was really cool, and it was just kind of groundbreaking. And the second one was kind of, it was cool because it had more action and more like kind of outlandish stuff. We both didn't really like the third one very much, and so as a whole, it's like it kind of you know starts at its peak and, and works down into the last part. You know, the last thing that you're left with is kind of the low point of what you would say that's it, the series, the trilogy is and so it's like you know while I like the first one you know like I didn't need this movie you know that's not the kind of Matrix fan I am um, if I saw them on TV I'd probably really only turn the first one on okay but uh, I mean I watched the first Matrix um, pretty much you know on TV as a kid because these movies came out 2001 or ni- no 1999 was yeah, the first the first, one. the first one was the only one in the 90s so, I, I mean, I really didn't grow up that much with The Matrix other than seeing it on TV because it was a rated R film, so I wasn't able to watch it. So all the stuff that I've seen was on the TV. So I watched the first one, second one, in, in you know, in... Consecutively. 
well like and, and, and build up to this movie yeah. um matrix one obviously it it was a milestone for for cinema it was it Excuse was me. definitely like a, a stepping point for sci-fi it was a great you right. know um it was a great introduction to you know the Wachowski team, so you know it it was it was very very it was a very well constructed movie. The the story was coherent, everything was great about it. It was groundbreaking for yeah, for what it is, and you know it didn't overly rely on CGI, so it holds up to this day. I mean, there's some there's some stuff in the first Matrix movie. Reloaded com- comes out, more or less jumps the shark. I mean, the the highway scene, incredible. I really like that um, the Oracle scene. Oracle Smith probably shows up. My favorite character of the Matrix. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah but we you know in the park where she's like, "Okay, I gotta go." Yeah, and then Agent Smith shows up, and it's that. It's that's that we really, can't buy. It's that really brutal. Use the staff run, chest chest kicking everybody, all yeah. the agents. You know, yeah, really brutal CGI. Um, but like that uh, scene's really PS2 fun. PS two cutscene CGI. Yeah, you know what though? That movie really set up my distaste for the third one because it kind of with the <laughs> French dude. Oh, the Merovingian. Yeah. yeah, and Monica Bellucci's character. Like, it yeah. really... Are they in the third one? Because I watched Reloaded. The dude and is. Then, okay, so I watched Reloaded, and then I was about to watch Revolutions, and then I go to Christmas, and everybody's like, let's watch Resurrections. I was like, okay, well... Yeah, but you've been <laughs> meaning to watch the third one for a while, so well, I don't feel I, bad that for is you. Resurrections is the one that I watched the least, and it's actually the one that's... Well, we'll see how Resurrections does, but Revolutions is the lowest-grossing movie Especially oh, for a Matrix third movies. of the Matrix movies, especially yeah. for a third outing, because usually yeah. the third one is the I most. Because the second one was was so. Yeah. And I only recently um, found out that Reloaded and Resurrections came out in the same year, five months apart. Oh wow, I don't remember that. Yeah, one came out. It was called the Year of the Matrix. So I think like <laughs> Enter yeah. the Matrix or the Path of Neo uh, came out in the same year, and so it's supposed to be like this huge big thing. And yeah, I think people. I mean, back then movies used to stay in. You know, theaters for like two, three months. Yeah. So that gives you maybe like two and a half months of like breathing time of Matrix. People yeah. get over stuff. Um, not Spe- that quick. especially forget that kind of stuff too. Right. So it was like that year was. I, I feel like a lot of people forgot. Re- like only like uh, hardcore Matrix fans. Yeah. Liked Revolutions, and even then they were like, "This is kind of didn't love bones. it." Yeah, no. I, I don't remember if the if, if that uh, that French dude's in the third one, but he's oh, uh, he's okay. in the fourth one for a minute. <laughs> it's wild. I, I saw it's wild. <laughs> okay, so let's get let's get into it. Let's get, let's get into the interactions. Yeah. Okay, so um, you know what? For the first like twenty five minutes of this movie, it's ha- it shows promise. I liked it because what yeah. what they do and what the, what the what it opens as is. Thomas Anderson w- it made created the game, The Matrix. And what oh they try to God, do yeah. is they try to convince you for a second that The Matrix didn't happen. The three movies you saw is, are a story right? that this or, guy well, wrote. Least, they wrote it in a way that they're trying to convince... Because we, we all know that The Matrix is real, us as the audience. Right, so but the whole way it's they don't really touch on that, though, right. in the three movies after getting him out. Mm-hmm. They know that it's a thing, right? But what right. they try to do at the start of the movie, and it makes you think as a viewer, is like, wait... Was that just you know you because they don't see what they're establishing right. yet? So for a second I was like, this is kind of that's kind of a clever twist, right? Like, oh, these people are in there in a game, right? And, and and he modeled himself after his character. That's why it kind of looks like him, and that's why we right, saw a Trinity right. that didn't really look like Trinity because mm-hmm. it was the game, and that that's what allowed us to have a different looking Morpheus, which we finally figured out. But uh, I'll we'll let you. We'll get, talk. We'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but so for like the first twenty five minutes, I was like, oh, is this a real? Is this a twist they're actually going with? Right. I wonder how they're gonna. You know, make this work, and and ultimately, it's the other thing that you may think is that, wh- how, whatever happened to Neo, 
he's in a he's in a simulation of the matrix that's making him think right if hey if you ever accidentally remember your life because we we know you've been on the outside it, you created it that's all it right. is and you can't right. and and you're going a little crazy you know and so for a little while I was like that's not bad mm-hmm. that's 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 good i like that um and then it just went <laughs> it, <took a laughs> it went off the rails real quick from there um i Wild. honestly um i honestly thought that just like you, I thought it was going in the r- in in a good direction because a lot of a lot of people were not excited about this movie. I was actually anticipating this movie because you know I like the first Matrix movie and hopefully they can you know really bring something with this fourth right. one, kind of restart it. For me, this movie suffers from like Force Awakens syndrome, relies heavily on nostalgia oh, and hugely. callbacks, and and it's it's not like a soft. It's kind of a soft reboot. More of like a retread because they do a lot of similar things, you know, bringing him out of the matrix, yeah. you know, convincing him, red pill, blue pill, just follow the bat, right, ra- follow the white rabbit, and honestly, like, like you're right, the on the nose stuff. I don't know what it is with Warner Brothers and this whole self self masturbatory kind of mindset with putting themselves in their movies in the last year because they did that with Space Jam, you know, the right. the Warner Brothers and and w- w- what was the the uh, something ag rhythm or something like that algorithm was I the main villain of th- the main villain of of didn't see the new of uh, uh, space, space jam, jam is is named like don cheeto's character a l a a l something it's supposed to be like some it's supposed to be a hyphenated name but it's supposed to spell algorithm algorithm something like that i don't know but apparently the uh uh you know, Warner Brothers is is looking for a new Matrix game because, like you said, he's made three right. Matrix games, all based off of the. You know, I don't know if they're based off just the one Matrix movie or right. It, the idea, I think, is the three are a game, and um, they are one, and they really are on the nose about it. They're like, Warner Brothers needs it. If you don't right. do it, somebody they're going to get it, it done yeah. anyway. So it's, it's just like, make a okay. sequel to the Matrix. Like yeah. it was so, it was so aware of itself. I hate when when movies do that. It's just so, un- unless it's in parody, right. fine. And y- if you want to say this is in parody, no, because this is <laughs> supposed to be <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this is supposed to be like a serious thing. It's supposed to be, you know, how how are you supposed to take it seriously if you're just making fun of yourself the entire time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, didn't didn't love it. <laughs> no, and the the main character that we kind of so honestly, my own head canon for this movie was the reason why Trinity's back, the reason why Neo's back, the reason why Morpheus is back, and all that is was this prior to seeing it or what? prior to okay, seeing uh-huh. it. I thought because. Spoiler alert for rev- uh, revolutions, resolutions, resurrections, whatever. Revolutions. Um, they both Neo and Trinity. Di- Neo, it's implied that he dies. Yeah. Trinity definitely dies. She gets Trinity impaled gets and everything. So she's yeah, super up. dead. And um, Neo gets pretty messed up. And I thought that for this movie, we were going to be following a new set of characters, which mm-hmm. we kind of do. Um, but Neo and Trinity in Morpheus, their like consciousnesses are going to be uploaded to the matrix so they live in the matrix as like these you know these These new people well not new people but their past selves living as living as new programs but -hmm. they're fighting for the humans right i thought that would have been a great way that way you're not really having to bring them back to life or resurrect them for yeah and it was kind of the way that you could justify them being back without looking different lawrence fishburne's you know exactly uh, morpheus but no they're just back they're all healed up and ready to go the idea is that the machines took his body because again, right. impl- impl- 
implied the end. Yeah, it's it's implied that he's dead, but right. like also implied like maybe. Well, he's he self sacrificed himself for for the good of Zion. for peace between the machines and yeah, and by giving himself to him. Right, and so you don't really know what happens with him. And turns out what they did is they took him back and they like built him up, kept him alive, just you know reattached his body or whatever. I, like I wasn't really, I I didn't have that much of a problem with them bringing them back. Yeah, because of. Science reasons. I was like, "That's not possible. I'm not gonna, you know, that's not, you know, he's dead. You know, how did they right. find her body? And she, you know, yeah, they took him but out of the ship. I, d- I don't reanimated him. Honestly, you know, making humans living batteries, like honestly, logic went out the, you know, long future logic, ago. you know, a long yeah. time ago. But the reason for them to bring him back, just like, oh, they repaired him, they're good to go. Like, yeah. well, th- that takes away all of the, like, I guess the 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 severity, not the severity, but the the seriousness i guess the seriousness I, I, i'm not really articulate tonight but just the, the 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 relevancy of their sacrifices of trinity's death of it, yeah. it takes away from that if they just bring them back yeah and it's it's like and they're clear their reasons weren't very clear as to why they brought him back either so it's like i remember they wanted to, to keep him so okay the main him. villain of this is at, at the beginning of the movie we're introduced to this um therapist character that neil goes to see it's neil patrick harris Right. And he's kind of like, look, um, Thomas, like you're you're suffering from, you know, these you know delusions because he's seeing Neo is seeing um, visions from, you know, what's happened from the past. So like, Which he goes, yeah, he thinks he's living in this, in this game, though. Right. And he can't differentiate according to them. He's remembering. But right. He can't differentiate between what's like real when he what's talks not, to his boss, he calls himself a suicide survivor because he tried to leap off a building because he was remembering moments from right what we right. see in the well i think it was I, I mean maybe you know better than I, I think it's him trying to prove that the matrix is real so it's him trying to leap off the building and yeah. tr- prove that he can't jump but he can't remember past that yeah so every time that he tries to get out of the matrix or something it's implied that they bring him back or they say like no you're, you were tripping yeah um like when he goes to visit his boss which is another problem character that i, I really like yeah. um yeah. he starts talking about or he starts doing these monologues in the same vein as Agent Smith, and then they even cut to Agent Smith saying the exact same line. So, him kind of just like re-remembering everything, or not re-remembering, but remembering all of the things that happened from the past Matrix movies, and they're just kind of like quick flashes. You know, he sees Trinity and when she was younger, and now that we're introduced to Trinity in this movie, her name's Tiffany, and she's just yeah. supposed to be like this soccer mom. You know, she just married, married, mom and like two or three or whatever. And the reason why, again, bringing her in, I, I, I loved, what was it, Carrie? Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. It's cool to see her, you know, she does kick ass at the, at the end of this movie, you know. Um, it's just so weird not seeing them, but it's just like, this is such a missed opportunity of a movie that yeah. I, I don't know, like, well, what they saw in the script. They're like, this is the one that You know what I'll in. say, too, and, and it's it has to go with a lot of the way the story is framed and also the fight scenes and stuff. It's you slow. Know, it, it's corny. It is. It This stuff didn't seem as corny in the late 90s, early 2000s because every movie was like that. Yeah. You know, even though everyone, granted, everyone obviously knows the line, I know Kung Fu. Yeah. Is a, f- is a freaking it's a corny line. Yeah. And just like putting, I still know Kung Fu in this one is insane, especially because he's, Still kind of not the most amazing actor in the right, world. Right, right. You know, I love Keanu Reeves to death. This is what would not happen. Not amazing. And it's, it's cheesy. This is what would happen if No Way Home wasn't that good of a movie. Because they, they rely on a lot of nostalgia and a lot yeah. of things that they've said before. 
like th- that whole so I still know kung fu is kind of reminiscent of that. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Line from No Way Home. Yeah, it's but like people don't really look corny. at it as corny because right, it, it, it those are good movies. And it's like th- those you know the Matrix movies are made fun of all the time. Right, and you know there is you know apparently Neo um, doesn't look like himself to the other programs. Yeah, of the to world. the other programs he looks all old, which you keep yeah. catching like reflections of him. And he looks old for some reason. You're like, what the? Yeah. Same thing with Trinity. And yeah, she looks. Oh, you look in. I remember seeing the table reflection. The table, she's some like blonde head chick. Yeah. Um. So, Neo is like trying to. I don't know if he's trying to escape or he's just trying to convince himself that you know stuff's crazy. But we're introduced to this new <laughs> character, um, who's, who's captain of a uh, of a ship that's like the um. I was gonna say Nostradamus, but it, it's I think called it's the, um, Naomi's old ship. I I know it's Naomi, but it's Naomi. Um, Naomi, thank you. Um, I always forget the, all the names. Uh, what's Nebuchadnezzar? It's like a Nebu- the Nebuchadnezzar electric ship. Or the, I forget what they're actually called, but yeah, um, but it's like cap- all the ships from the Matrix. The Matrix, yeah. Um, but the captain of the ship is a new character um, named Bugs. Bugs, like okay. Bugs Bunny, like Bugs Bunny. She says that again. Another Warner Brothers IP, so we got to get that in there. <laughs> yeah, um, just really dumb. I mean, I did like her character. I thought yeah. I. That's why I was like. I can follow this character and then hopefully if my theory is correct, have Neo kind of like be her like Sherpa, you know, through the matrix because his consciousness is upgraded. Not that at all. We're following. Not even close. (laughs) And basically they just retread everything from the first matrix movie. You know, like we got to get him out. He's in his pod again. We gotta get me out. Gotta get him out of the pod. Birth him again. Bur- yeah, birth him again. They gotta. See he has an even goo. bigger plug on the back of his neck. I was like, jeez, yeah. it was huge. <laughs> it was <laughs> so both him and Trinity. Yeah, yeah it's huge. They got the special treatment, but so apparently they have Trinity and Neo, like separated from everybody else, but close together. Yeah, together. Because they, whenever I, I got again, I was in and out of this movie. Whenever they're together. The machines noticed that they output a huge amount of energy, and they right. can power like a city just based on them too. Yeah. So they thought that what you know, going back to the an- uh, the therapist, he's actually a program called the Analyst, kind of like the Architect and the Oracle and the Smith programs. He is a yeah, he's this movie's architect. Pretty yeah, much. He pretty pretty much he's uh, this the the uh, the face of the machines basically, and um, you know he pretty much is the one in charge and was like i'm not going to get rid of neo because i, I you know he, he's just a he's not a triple a you know he's, he's a straight up d battery and you yeah. know we, we need we need that kind of power so but we it's useful that. to us yeah so we, you know let's bring back trinity too for whatever reason because whenever they're together for some reason they output right. a lot of energy so right. that's why they brought them back and it's just really yeah i don't know so the whole premise of the second half of the movie is that they have to go get trinity yeah, Neo wants her for Neo also. wants her. Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else whatsoever. He wants Apparently, to save um like the first the first Matrix kind of well it 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 starts the whole like we have to rise up against the machines, we have to fight the machines right. and everything. In this movie, there was kind of like this civil war between machines and now there are some machines that are on the side of humans. Yeah, one of the first things that made me legit laugh was when I found out that a couple of machines switch sides. Yeah. Because when you kind of, for at least for me, you know, and I, I still, you know, have confusions about the Matrix a trilogy confusions, huh? a lot. Um, but it, what I had the idea of what the what machines were is they're all kind of like hive mind. You know, yeah. Non-sentient, like just very 
Like they they, they have don't really have minds of their own. Yeah, the going back to the like source. They, and all th- that. Those things are swarms. I thought they were. Yeah. just it's like a. It's like you know what I mean. And so I was like, "Well, those are sentinels." I know, but I'm just like, so they, so they switch sides. I apparently like, and then like he puts his head to one of them, and he's like, "Thank you, robot name." You know, head. Thank you, robot bird. Yeah, Bing Bing Bung. Yeah, thank you, like <laughs> Bing Bing Bung. Like boop, 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 you know, like whatever robot you know, like wow. robot language. Hey man, that's racist and binary. Stop it. <laughs> but um, like, and then there was like a, a hawk, like. There's just like jellyfish looking there's robot. There's a there's a mer there not the mer there's a butterfly yeah, or no no a, a ladybug. Yeah, it was machine. wild. It's just yeah. I, like, like, so I get they're it. Like squiddies <laughs> from the original one was we're like getting, it like yeah it, it really we're nitpicky. We're getting here, personality in these robots now. <laughs> these are the ones that are like I don't care what you think. But like there are there also okay so um another main character you know a lot of people want to know who Yahya Abdul-Mateen who his character was for the longest time and then he revealed on Instagram that he's actually going to be Morpheus and um, and then started us going like why are we why is it why is it you know Morpheus and we find out that Morpheus is a program that Neo made for the, the video game and it's an amalgamation of like Morpheus, like memories of Morpheus yeah, and other stuff of too. Smith, for some reason. That was the only part. Uh, maybe you can shed a little light on that. I don't know why. I that didn't was understand Morpheus' <laughs> reason for being. So there, he's not so. really there. It's not really Morpheus, and that explains like the younger yeah. looking Morpheus. Exactly. And the, the real Morpheus in 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 real life died. Yes. Or off screen death. But apparently he got like he ascended to like head of Zion or whatever. Yeah, he became like the king or whatever. They he became president. The king Marcus. of those raves. Yeah, <laughs> he was super sweaty and was like, "This is me now." So this is me, I'm um, sweaty Morpheus. Welcome to the Matrix. And then another program that Neo, uh, I don't know if it Neo made it or if it's the original Smith, but Smith is Same. in this movie, and he's played by um, the guy Jonathan Groff, right? Who's from Mind Hunter, and he's also he was in Frozen, and he was in all I know him from is Glee. He is the um, and he was in Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah, yeah as you mentioned um, the the. The spitting king yeah. in Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I like him a lot, but also just couldn't buy him as Agent Smith. Well, he's just in the same way that I really like Yaya so much, but I just couldn't buy him as, as Lawrence because both those actors are so synonymous with those roles. You so know, it's just I couldn't do it. So an executive producer or, th- or I think a screenwriter for Resurrections was speaking to io9.com and they were talking to him about certain characters of this movie that they wanted to have in have in the movie and they were uh, he was saying that they had written at first in in the early part of the interview he was he didn't get really into like specifics he said that there were certain characters in this movie that we had written for certain actors and um just the way that you know hollywood goes sometimes you know people you know schedules fall through and, and and they have to like recast or they have to change actors or whatever and um but the character is still in the movie, but we had to, you know, unfortunately go a different way. And then the interviewer kept pressing, and later on he revealed that Hugo Weaving was actually supposed to be reprising his role as Agent Smith. But it just apparently he didn't, he wasn't able to be in this movie for whatever reason, whether or not he wanted to be in it, or he just, we, he was scheduling conflicts or whatever. But like the Morpheus thing, okay, I can understand. Morpheus is dead. Neo made up a new Morpheus. Um, but. Smith being there and not looking the same for that matter and just almost like he like uh, again what was what's the actor's name that plays him 
Jonathan Groff. He does a decent job, but he he's just really it's it's a new character. It's not Smith. Yeah, it, that's I like both those actors so much, but it was hard for me to say that's Morpheus and this is Smith, and like really feel like I believe I believed it because it's like. Like I said, those those characters and their actors are so like synonymous to each other, and it's really tough for me to be like, Lawrence Fishburne, that's not you, that's that's Morpheus. Like it's hard to do that. And the same thing with, um, with Agent Smith. Right. You know? And um, also another thing about the whole Morpheus character, I don't know why. It, it's just so, maybe he did it without realizing it, but if you're making up a new character, um, why would you have your mentor and like your mortal enemy? Encompass the same person. Yeah, it was weird. It was just really it, it 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 again. The Wachowskis have well, only one of the Wachowskis made this movie, right? Because um, the other one was just like apparently Lana. just burned. Yeah, Lana made this movie. Lainey, I think, was. I mean, she had just finished. Th- th- I think they did Jupiter Ascending, and then mm-hmm. they did uh, I think something else, and then she, you know, um, th- th- I think then 2016 is when they made their transition, and then after that they were just just beat. Or she was beat, like she didn't want to, you know, she was still, you know, recovering and, you know, re- um, from movies and just all that. And she decided to, like, focus on her, I think, art, I believe. Yeah, something like that. And Lana came up with this idea for another Matrix movie. She presented it to Lainey, and Lainey was like, you can make it, I don't want to make it. Right. And I don't know if it's maybe both of their, you know, creative, you know, mentality going into the movies that made the original Matrix so great. Um, because... The movies made after that, just Jupiter Ascending, Cloud Atlas. Terrible. Terrible movies. Just really, really bad movies. I mean, it has their I'm own fan. cult classics and everything, or cult following, but I, I I was hoping that maybe Matrix was going to be like a kind of a return to form. But then I remember they made Reloaded and Re- um, Revolutions. Right. And it's just... So it's like one out of <laughs> eight. They've had one good five. movie, like one great movie that is like... Um, uh, like great that that to like of, of no yeah you know like, I mean they were this is what it is. they great. were like executive producers on V for Vendetta but right. I, I don't know if they actually had any hand in writing that I mean they didn't direct it mm. um, and this movie I thought it was gonna be it doesn't even look the same as far as it doesn't have that green tint when they're yeah. in the Matrix somewhere mm-hmm. I don't know why a lot of people were saying like at the end of Revolutions we see that you know the sky is kind of like this really pretty like mixture of like. Um, uh, like there's like the sunset, and you see it, it's over, you know, the simulation of the Matrix, and it's you know purple and orange and you know, all these great colors that we really are not used to seeing in in the world of the Matrix, uh, where everything just like dreary and green, um, and it's kind of like everything is more colorful, a brighter, and a lot brighter. Like the like the hue was really turned up to eleven on this movie, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, the score was fine, um, but. Yeah. Even some of the cinematography, a lot of shaky cam. Like it wasn't just mm-hmm. steady. Like the shots in the original Matrix movie were steady. Oh yeah, there a lot of like really cool shots. Even even the like the wide shots of the actual fighting, all far away. You could see. I mean, that was one of the the things that made Matrix stand out from a lot of other action movies. It wasn't all these jump cuts. It wasn't all these shaky cam. Not yet, at least. It was full frame. Both characters in the scene. And even though they're yeah. just like tapping each other and, <laughs> yeah, really you know, quick. like all that, all the kung karate fu. kung fu moves, you could still see it. Everything, all of them yeah. were connecting, and everybody was actually partaking in the actual fight scene. And in this one, oh my god, 
it seemed like everyone was trying to. I mean, even like the 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 fight between Neil and Smith, like oh, that big warehouse fight, was just it, it was just it w- anticlimactic, and it just wasn't the same as what. And, and I'm not saying that this movie should be exactly the same because I don't want that for especially franchise movies if they're going to continue their story. But um, I mean, when they're bringing Neo out of the Matrix, um, you know, they're playing scenes from the movie. They did that a few uh, times of throughout. Of it was weird, Matrix. man. It was just really weird. It takes you out of the movie, and it's just like... Especially because okay. the scenes are that cu- that tone. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. So it's they look like out of place. It's just really, really super out of place. Um, they no longer rely on phones. They just walk through mirrors now, which I yeah. like because it shows like a, an advancement in the technology. Because there's no more phone booths anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have, have built phone booths. True, true. I liked how they were able to um, interact with the operators in the Matrix. Um, yeah, like... Uh, it's like almost virtual reality having them there. Yeah, you can see them there, you know. You yeah. can, and, and and like that, that's like one thing in the original um, Matrix where like you'll see Tank or uh, Link, with that you know the operators that. Anytime you see them, they're on the ship. They're on the ship, and yeah. they're just like, he's going super fast. I was like, you're literally looking at code. Are you wh- are you imagining this? Fight I, I know, like <laughs> I know. Like you're thinking, you're like it's like reading Braille. I, I know it's a bad example, but like you right. see what's in your head, and you, per- and you you know like that's what that looks like and stuff. It's like. Or reading a book, even it's just like yeah, you're you're, you're reading it. And you're like, yeah, that's what's happening. And it's like, like this is way cooler. He can he can see it. This is how he sees it. Oh, this is how they like see the, it. Like the freeway scene when Neo flies in, and, yeah, and, just and you just see like a. It's like, what is that? And I was like, you're seeing code. You're you're yeah. watching numbers and and yeah. figures go up in a straight line. You are not yeah. seeing what they're seeing. Yeah. Um, but there is that one uh scene from the original Matrix where, um. Neo and uh, Morpheus are fighting in the dojo. Yeah, that they recreate. And they, um, there's like a little screen that shows them going at like two frames a second. So they can kind of visualize what's going on in the Matrix and see it for themselves. And yeah, that was that was even kind of laughable too. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. At least it is now when you go back and watch it. Right. So it's, it's I, I can understand that. But in this one, it's, it's cool to see how like the technology of the Matrix kind of has advances. Now they have like holograms, right. you know, yeah. they can interact that with some of it was cool. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. I mean, um, Jada Pinkett Smith reprises her role as Niobe. Uh, I was going to say King Niobe. <laughs> as, um, well, General Niobe now. Right. Um, she's leader of Io. Yes, I is think that's the, the city. The it's not city Zion. Though. No, it's not. Um, I don't know what happens to Zion. Is it like fall or? I don't remember. I think. I think there's like new. I think there's just like new civilizations. Yeah, now. I think they established like the more cities. Yeah, but you know what made me mad about her character? Her is old face makeup. Sure, that that did too. No, and I was like, did I forget what Jada Pinkett Smith looks like? <laughs> and I was just like trying to remember. I was like, what does she look like without the makeup? Yeah. But um, no, like, it was weird because like yeah, obviously she was with Morbius and Morbius has since passed, however long ago. And like you wait, was she was with Jared Leto? Yes, sorry, Morpheus. <laughs> and so, you, <laughs> but, honestly, but you have would have made just as much sense. Honestly, yeah. you have the weird, like, v- like the ball version. Remember of him that kept showing up and helping the, the ball version of. Oh, Morpheus? so yeah, like they they have um, programs that are assisting. So they like it's like a way for him the code you know the code of him to be present in the real world. Right, right, yeah. But it's so it's just like why did Niobe not care about that? Like she was, you know, know, maybe because she's like, you're not my Morpheus. Well, it was she didn't say anything about it. Well, so apparently, like, didn't care. This Morpheus is like aware, or or I don't, because at the beginning of the movie, they um, Bugs, Captain Bugs, excuse me, Captain Bugs. Um, she like is reliving events from the original Matrix, and she goes in there. Yeah, that opening scene from the Matrix. Yeah, the opening scene where you know Trinity Trinity fights all those guards. It's not Trinity though; it's some other actress. It kind of um, looks like Trinity. Kind of. 
and she is um you know morpheus at the beginning of the movie starts out as a smith character yes and he's agent smith he is agent smith and it's weird he this this is where it kind of got because mu- i didn't hear it a lot because my family were just talking over it but they were and oh my god my grandmother was like washing every single pot and pan yeah. in the world yeah. so i could not hear anything <laughs> for the majority of the movie don't worry i heard everything <laughs> in the, the entire movie and it's still <laughs> well just like confusing. apparently he's been working with them before or like she recognizes morpheus smith yes and morpheus smith <laughs> and I, I, it was just like okay is he working with them is he being freed like she has to free him you know he has to go right. through the looking glass or whatever she gives him a pill and <laughs> it makes me <laughs> something that i thought of like literally today was in neo's mind or in the original matrix movies everybody's pretty much in snake skin jackets and leather and glasses so much leather yeah just so much so leather much turtlenecks leather. and and button downs and just oversized jackets in yeah neo's mind was Morpheus like the most flamboyant out of everybody? He gave him some real suits. In he this gave one. him a lot of like interesting ones, like bright colored pastel, orange like double breasted like jackets with like sashes. Two different times, one orange, one pink. Yes, not like an orange and pink suit. No. And thinking back to one the original Matrix, colors. like the most, you know, crazy that Morpheus went was like a really it was deep a dark purple the, yeah, the color leather suit jacket with suit. like a snakeskin leather jacket and a green tie. Yeah. And his and his and his, his little glasses on his great. nose. I don't remember that being like there were some other crazy, crazy there was crazier stuff. That one girl that had the she every time she jacked into the Matrix she had a different color hair. She yeah. was the one with them in the original party. She gets killed really fast near oh, at yeah. the end of the movie. But she had like blonde at one point. She had pink at one point. She had like a blue at one point. Yeah, um, that was like one of the most notably like. <laughs> I was like every time I was like, I was like what is she? Every time are those wigs? But I th- I think it's just so funny that in Neo's mind, yeah. Morpheus was just like over the top to the point where now he's just yeah. dressing in. Or like when he shows up and he's dancing. Yeah, and he's like, sorry, not as smooth as the first Morpheus. Yeah, ever. And it's like <laughs> God, this movie's so aware of itself. Like, what was Neo just thought? Morpheus was just over the top when he's like one of the more reserved characters from the original yeah. trilogy. I don't know. Anyway, um, th- like even his like his kimono type deal that he was wearing and his super in the dojo, weird, just really just like it was flowy and it was red and yeah, what was what was he say, what was what was I'm um, trying to say? Yeah, Neo's a Jedi know. now. He has Force push. Yeah, he does. But he can't fly anymore. Can't fly. For it's some such reason. such. That's why this. That's when you know like a movie is trying to be serious. And it's not hitting the mark because when they make a joke, you don't know. They'll really laugh with it. Yeah. And he's like, can you fly anymore? Because they're in like a tough spot. And he goes, and counter, he goes like, and it's like the most awkward, like it throws he his does, hand in the air. He does he like goes, the whole Neo, he does like, like the square up. up. Yeah. yeah. He gets in position. They put his hand up. And he goes, nope. Nope. Can't. And it's just, I was just like, well, was that a joke? Was that supposed to be a joke? I, I guess. Yeah. I just didn't laugh at it. I was like, I was kind of like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> you know, because it just fell flat because. This movie that we normally, you know, but if this was this was the version in the nineties, whatever, we probably would have taken it more seriously, taken it more seriously. Mm-hmm. Did I didn't, and so no. like I was like, oh, that was a that was meant to be a joke, but this whole movie's a joke to me right now. So I, I, honestly, it just wasn't really coherent as what like the objective. Coherent's a really good way to phrase that. Yeah, it wasn't coherent. It, it, I'm it, very it, confused. I, I felt like it was trying to reinvent the wheel, and it yeah. was trying to like bring us into this new version of the Matrix, but. You know, you pretty much had everything you needed to say with those three. So, the reason why I was so excited about this movie is because it's over. You know, those those movies happened. 
and there were you know there were written even though there's some controversy you know back in the 90s or in the early 2000s that you know the Wachowskis kind of plagiarized some of the you know the majority of, of the Matrix right but it was original content so trying to retread that stuff and and bring back more characters and more like it had to be like the greatest idea ever for them to use these characters again. Like right. that's the only reason to bring back IPs like this. Right. And this movie just wasn't. It just didn't hit the mark. It th- there was nothing in it that was like, oh my god, this is so great. They use the word bullet time quite a quite a bit, four or five times. And they even so use aware it. of itself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's like bullet time was a thing that people used to describe the camera shot. You know that where. Exactly. Th- it was like the slow-mo shot where you see like all the, the ripples in, in, in the air that the bullets made when they were shot from the gun mm-hmm. um, in the original Matrix movie. So it was something that was given to the production or were used by the production team and then later on in media and to just describe what this shot meant. Never once was it like you f- for – it should have been used as a plot point. Yeah, you know, even the kind the of a miss on that one, but it, it, it led in it, – it worked for the thing that they were doing. Well, the analyst says that he yeah. uses it to as a power of his, that he can slow it down. It's called bullet time. Mm-hmm. He's like, you gave me the idea where I can slow down time. And I was like, did you? Like, really? I, I really, mean, did you? You know, this this movie, and I think it's because it, it didn't feel serious to me, came off more Truman showy. Uh, a little bit, yeah. In those parts yeah. than, than like, the Matrix, you know? Yeah, and it, it uh, like, again, uh, the the main... <laughs> The main irritation was the Smith character um, yeah. because he has no reason to be in this movie. Y- and you know what? So talking about the climax, too, is is Neo goes to fight to get Trinity and they get her out. What they have to do is they have to momentarily like pull her out and then Jack bugs somebody else in, in for some reason. Jack bugs in so that they don't notice that the her. Oh, yeah. That, that she's off. the. Thing. These are really dumb machines, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they have to get her out. And then um, get her back to the ship, right. and then jack her back in, and then like try to, because otherwise she'll die. And 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 in the meantime, uh, Neil has to get rem- remind her who she is, right. um, because that's how he lived. Right, right. So he found his power again, or whatever. Um, but so ultimately, they're going through the final fight, and like they're fighting with the analyst, and it's all these agents and stuff showing up, and Agent Smith shows up when you think, oh man, it's ne- you know like did we really go through this whole movie for them to actually die again? Mm-hmm. And Agent Smith shows up and decides to help. Because Neo it's, it's like kind of like the the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. It's very Dwight Schrute of him, <laughs> which yeah. is what this Agent Smith felt more like. Yeah. Just f- unimportant. Well, uh, Dwight's very important. But in, no, 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 but in terms Smith, of the movie, yeah, yeah he could have been not been in it and been fine. I loved, um, I, I think the one thing that unintentionally made me laugh out loud was the Merovingian being in this movie. Yeah, the Italian king guy. of the trash people. Yeah, he was like French guy. He French guy just, excuse me, thank you. Just the, I don't know what. You'll trash never see king. the last of me, and then you, where'd you go? Weird. Where'd you come from? Why are you looking here? guy? Why? Like, <laughs> why do you look like that? What That's world I, do you live? in? I'm excited to watch Revolutions now because I'm like, does he show up in that movie? I don't remember because if he's in Revolutions. Not, to be honest, he kind of just he just threw up. him in, dude. It <laughs> makes no sense. And like during the whole time, they're fighting. And he's giving like this monologue, like, like kids yelling at kids these days. People these days <laughs> have their faces in their phones. I was like, I was like, is this Ridley Scott right now? Like, he, who's yelling at me? It, it's like a homeless person. Like, when I they just like start I yelling at people on the street. He looked it's like I don't mean to be rude. He looked homeless too. Like they, he, yeah. he's all old. He had really long hair, really long beard, and it was like, what like, is this are, character in this movie? This 
why are you in this movie? Yeah. No it, reason. No yeah. reason at all. All yeah. And that's what I kind of have to say about all these characters. None of them, all the returning characters, have no reason being in this movie. Not really. Besides Neo and Trinity, really. Not even them. And it's they like, maybe you could have done it without them. Yeah. But it's so, the way the movie ends pretty much is the reason, I guess we're led to believe that the reason that they have that connection, Neo and Trinity, is that they're both the one. Oh, yeah. They're each like a half of the one. And the movie ends, so they defeat the analyst, and like it's you're like led to believe, like so pretty much they they f- like they fly out, they jump off a, a roof, and yeah. Trinity catches them. Oh yeah, and she's like she's the one that can fly now. Right. And so like I don't look at it as I was first. I was like, oh, so she's the one now. Like it it's sw- it switched the places one for what though? You know? you know. And then what it seems like at the end is they both show up in their black leather in the same way that he shows up at the end of the first one. Puts glasses on, does his big jump flyway. I like how his um, like the, the original Neo, like it was all like tight fitting, yeah, form fitting, you know, like trench coats. This one, it's just like Keanu he's Reeves. It's just, 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 just Keanu Reeves. It's just dude Reeves, and I love it. <laughs> uh, but they show up in their leather, and then they they both fly away. Yeah, they both fly, and it's just like so they're both the one. You know I what I mean? Know. I don't know what they're trying and to imply. Yeah, I I need I need to ha- watch one of those um, it explained explanation yeah. videos. It muddies up the water of or it muddies up the mythology more than it needs to be. Well, you know what? And I was talking to our friend Jamie about this, and and I, this is what I told him and what I felt like it could, how it could work. Is you remember in the end of the first one when he's getting killed by, he actually gets killed uh, by Agent oh, Smith. Oh yeah, and then he he wakes back up. Right. And that's when he does that dance around, and then and then Smith jumps into him. Right. Remember, and then he. Flexes him out, um, poops him out. Yeah, he's digests him. You know, it's like, it's like that, that gulp noise, <laughs> but in in visual form. Right. But so, um, she kisses him. She kisses him in the real yeah. world while he's laying there, and like brings him back to life. Yeah. And so the idea kind of is cemented there, where it's like he kind of needs her to be the the best right. he is. Right. What if it's actually because when they're together, they're both like that. And so we see every time, like he has yeah. to, every movie, he has to get back to Trinity. That's what every right. movie's about. Well, that getting back to Trinity, and maybe it's because they are both the one, and they always have been. Um, and maybe it took her longer to get there, but like he's not fully at his potential unless he's with her, and vice versa. And that they, we've been seeing that since the first movie, and maybe that's what it is, and maybe that's why they keep coming out of their senses, and he keeps seeing because every time he sees her, you know, every time in the mo- I think he sees her in the movie, and he has a first little slip. He sees her again, and right. he has an even bigger slip. It's like a flashback and everything. Exactly, well, yeah. Well, in Reloaded, when he meets the architect, probably the funniest scene of Reloaded that they make. It's the one where all, all, all the cameras are screaming. Equi- equivo- equivocally and vis-a-vis and mm-hmm. retroactively and yeah. simplistically and God, currently. I hate it. just stupid. So much. Um, he states that there has been six iterations of The One. Yeah. And they have all... A, a big um, plot point in Reloaded, I think in Revolutions, um, the, you know, all the other iterations of the one, the, the chosen one, goes back to the source, basically choosing, you know, there's always been, like, someone personal that's close to the one that's been in danger, and then there's going to be, um, you know, the, the actual objective, which is to destroy, and every single the one has gone back to the source and basically proven, you know, it's kind of like an algorithm. It's, it's it, The right. architect proves it right, and that's why the humans never get a leg up. But in Reloaded, what separates Neo is that he chooses Trinity over actually the, the main objective, which is to go destroy the machine mainframe. So right. that's what makes him so different, and that's what leads to like you know the Matrix being the Matrix story, you know. Yeah. And with you know with with Neo and Trinity now being like what 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 was all what was the first three movies like this 
Every movie's the same. It's in him getting well, this trying to get back to Trinity. Basically, back pedals or you know it, it sets back everything that the original movie the original movies have done that set up the, the stakes everything was for nothing because now the the machines are in a civil war or they were in a civil war and then most of them sided with the humans the machines yeah. are still using people as batteries so like what was the whole point of doing the the original three if it all doesn't matter now like what what what's the whole point and it kind of maybe there wasn't there wasn't end of the story then. Well, that's the thing. I don't see this movie just with the performance at the box office getting a sequel. No, and I don't want it to get a sequel because yeah. this really like, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on. Fool me three damn times after the fact that you already had one. You you had you had the r- launching pad. It's kind of like Elon Musk with all of his like <laughs> SpaceX you know okay. launches. Like one of them goes good, and then all the other ones. Are just you know kind of like him as a person. He does w- one thing, and you're like, that's not bad. Not bad. And, and then, then he, like five other like, oh. rockets explode. And you're like, okay, well maybe this bank, maybe SpaceX can go bankrupt. Yeah. I don't think that they should put more money into the Matrix trilogy. Maybe do something like on HBO Max, or maybe do like a, you know, uh, the Matrix Online uh, game. Apparently, was really good. The games know? were fun. I had a PlayStation Two game. It was pretty. I think fun. it was like Enter the Matrix or the Path of Neo. I, had, ent- like I had Enter the Matrix. And and you use Niobe and Ghost. And yeah. And um, like apparently the Animatrix is really good, or some of the Animatrix stuff is a- really good. Um, but when it comes to like the main mythology of all this, you know, Neo and Trinity and Morpheus Smith, and it just it it's so unnecessary. This if if I, if I were to if you were to ask me how I felt about this movie, it was unnecessary. So that's a good word. I agree. It's like uh, I didn't need this movie, but I had a little bit of excitement because it's like. I like the first one, and then I, there's two I didn't really like. So right. hope maybe maybe this will make me, you know, I like this one. Um, didn't need it. Definitely don't need a sequel to it at all. And just with how it's performing right now, I mean, after that, the, the initial box office run, that first weekend, that is going to give you a precedent on how well this movie is going to do for every yeah. single movie. You know, if if yeah. it does, if a movie pulls in $100 million at the box office opening weekend, it's only going to, you know, do better the second weekend maybe, and then it's going to experience its drop off typically after Naturally. that second weekend. This one started out at twelve million. It's probably not going to do that great over the course. I mean, no. we're still on Christmas break, or a lot of people are still on Christmas. It'll break. It'll have a second little win to it, I think. After I mean, all the, the other movies are done. I mean, Spider Man's been out for three months now, or three months, three weeks now. <laughs> um, what feels like th- three months with I all the TV spots? Um, two months from Tuesday. the next movie that we're the next big movie that's coming out is I think Morbius. So that ain't big. That I mean, well, the next thing, next draw, next I big guess, is the Batman. But March third. But I g- yeah, you can say that Matrix has a little leg room to kind of like maybe, hopefully, it's got some time to establish itself. But, but I just will it though? after it beat by Sing too, it did get <laughs> beat by Sing too. So um, I just don't. It, it's like I think it's the lowest rated one. Oh no, no, I think Revolutions is the lowest rated one. Yeah, that's probably because Revolutions has been out longer. Yeah, this one sometimes. Well, the lowest rated. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, give it time to like go down. Give it time for people um, to just keep more. But a lot of people are are very. Some people I, I've seen people review this movie and they've said it is so transcendent. It, it's like one of the best Matrix movies ever. It's like one of the best movies ever. And then other people are like, this is absolute. Just yeah, just not great. Just not great. Absolute I was gonna say something. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something else, but like it was just great. absolutely not great. But yeah, it's it's it's. I don't want to say it's like Man of Steel because Man of Steel is one of those movies where like you love it or hate it. And that's just like yes. a precedent for a lot of people, especially in the comic book world. But 
this movie just kind of let me down. That no, no, not kind of. It really let me down. I think that's a good way to, to wrap this all up is I think both of us were let down. We were disappointed. I mean, there's so much we're more that we mad. can go into, but like, we're just I'm so uninterested in this movie now to even talk about it more. Yep. So if you guys want to go see it, Go see it. Go see please, it. Please do. Especially I mean, since it's... Uh, I if you watched it, if you just listened to our entire spoiler review and you haven't <laughs> seen it, go see or it. Or at least don't watch go see it. it. Go experience it. That's what, th- And that's what you brought up too. Like You didn't want to waste money on this. Nope. Especially after those I first reviews coming. Because I had going to be bad. I, I was going in realistic but hopeful. Once those first reviews came out, I was like, okay, I, I can watch it on HBO Max. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, but I wanted to watch it in theaters even after those reviews came out because I was like, if even if this movie is bad, maybe seeing it in a theater will kind of make me... a maybe enjoy it a little bit more sure yeah i don't think the movie theater would have helped yeah i think you saw it in like the perfect format <laughs> at home sort of slightly li- watching now i was like on my right. phone like you're you're watching the way your time. mom used to watch the flash <laughs> yeah yeah I, no i was seriously i was eating just leftover just like every so often, christmas like, ham and, and then out yeah and I, I was just like checking my phone and yeah it was just that's that's the basis of this movie. You can check your phone during this movie. Yeah, I wouldn't there's recommend it. There's a lot it, of exposition <laughs> that doesn't matter too. Like there is this there's this long there was like a I want to say the 3 to 4 minute expo- like talking scene between Bugs and Neo. Yep. Who cares? And it had no nothing to do with the main plot. There is a there is a part where uh, Nairobi is is chastising Captain Bugs. Yeah. And don't pay attention to it cuz give it give it 20 minutes there'll be the identical scene again. She'll be yeah. doing it again. The the only the, the the maybe the only recurring character that I liked that was in there was the um the little girl from Revolutions that Neil right saves. played by Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, so yeah, we good call. Yeah, you called that uh, when we've been when we've been discussing them. You know, both of us. Yeah, I was like, maybe she'll be Oracle, and you're like, maybe she'll be. D- what I forget her name, but I forget the little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neo remembers it somehow from the family that she saved. So yeah. I thought she was a real person. Apparently, she's another program. Right, and her parents are programs too. So, like, so there's some right. type of sentience and like, like emotion to the machines because the machines killed or sent her parents back to the source. So sorry, keep hitting my mic stand. Okay, yeah, they killed her parents. Yeah, right. um, but, but uh, yeah, she. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just really wordy, convoluted. The plot is messy, like we said, incoherent. It's. If you want something to pass the time, and if you are a Matrix fan, yeah, yeah, go see it. The best way to describe it, and we can end on this, is I went in expecting, hopefully, a better movie. For a second, I thought I got the Truman Show, (laughs) and then I just realized I got the Matrix Revolutions. So, just kind of repainted. The same kind of bad movie, just repainted with some new stuff. It's Not not to say they're the same story, but It's like The the Force Awakens, but bad. Retreading a lot of the stuff, yeah, and, but the execution was, just I, you know, it's it's, it's 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 what I mean by that is it's like I had hopes, and just like I was hoping to like Revolutions more than I liked Reloaded, and I liked it less. Mm-hmm. Um, I was tri- I was duped again, you know. Yeah, almost got a cool kind of twist, and they t- told you that's not what it was, and then uh, realistically, I just relived what happened when I saw Revolutions. So, well, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we got John Wick Four to look forward to. So, honestly, I started and did not finish the third one. The third one's not is not the greatest one. The second one was good. The second one was good. The first one, the third one, was one best. I didn't catch me enough to finish watching it yet. So, 
haven't. I mean, yeah, it's there's some great. St- I mean, obviously the action in that movie is great. Mm-hmm. That's another thing too because action Keanu is so Re- bad in this movie. Yeah, Keanu Reeves known for like a lot of people were surprised. But he's doing like hand to hand like brawling. Like he's 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 doing kung fu in this one. Right, and it's just it just does not translate. So anyway, no, yeah. and neither did Carrie Ann Moss's. It it like like the 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 can the choreography. That's what I'm looking for. The mm-hmm. cameo, the choreography felt dated, and yeah, just didn't work. Yeah, for me, just yeah. that's well, that another thing. Yeah. That's our take on the Matrix. Uh, See it if you want. If you haven't, if you haven't, t- for some reason, listened to a review, definitely comment in if you have a differing opinion or if you have the same opinion. I mean, if you're a fan of the Matrix, let us know. But we we don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, son, we're not going to talk about this. Let's anymore. not resurrect. Oh, this conversation another ever t- again. Another time. Yeah, guy like that. Wow. All right. Well, All right. well, that does it for us here yeah. on Partners in Crime podcast. As always. Uh, I'm Esteban. And I'm Alex. And I was going to say, you know, we haven't been doing this lately. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can also <laughs> find us You can also find us on iTunes. <laughs> we keep it. We keep our uh, We keep our viewers. Guessing. Yeah. That's Where are they going to be this week? I just realized we that, We haven't been too. doing this. So you can find us on SoundCloud we're under the Partners in Crime it. podcast. We're but you can also find us on iTunes. Maybe eventually, you know, we'll get on, sp- on uh, Spotify. But the issue with Spotify is you have to pay to be on Spotify. Well, and we're already paying for SoundCloud. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but like, you have to pay in in the way that we get on iTunes. You, it's not the same way. You have to like oh, like, like pay to get put on there. Oh, gotcha. Uh, because you you can make revenue off of right, sa- off right. of that. And like, because uh, we're on the podcast app, we're not on iTunes. Isn't like on for Apple every hundred listens, you get like a dollar, dude? It's sometimes bigger than that. I, wow. th- that thing actually just came out today. Ice Cube was showing like Napster is oh, like yeah. the the number one payer of artists now. <laughs> like it takes that the program, least like 40, 40 listens to get a dollar from like 25 years ago yeah wow yeah, exactly yeah but um so maybe we'll get there but uh, I don't know <laughs> all the money's in line my water. friend had you know what my friend had her podcast on Spotify I'll, I'll ask her if okay. uh, she makes any of that chatter no, well she you know she stopped doing it she only put out like 8 episodes but oh. I listened to it I helped her make the theme song for it okay. and um yeah, I, I I don't know. Like, I'll have to ask her. Did you pay for this? How'd you, you know, <laughs> how'd you get it up there? I'll look and do it again. Maybe we can get on there. So yeah. it'd be pretty cool because I use Spotify most, so that'd be kind of fun. Well, just look at look out for us on SoundCloud. And look out for us on all of the streaming options. Maybe one day we'll be on them. Maybe but YouTube. Maybe yeah. Well, you know, how many times we said that? Maybe maybe one day. Maybe you know that but that's our goal. Yeah, we'll back it up anyways though. So as always, I'm Alex. I'm Esteban, and we will catch you cats on the flip flop later. Good night, Gotham. Thank you.